the Allianz Hurling League on KCLR. Kilkenny versus Limerick post-match analysis with thanks to Country Style Foods, local food for local people. League title it is the second most important competition that we do have so it's obviously got that but the second side and as you rightly say sometimes the league finals people use them as dress rehearsals to get ready for the championship because you know Kilkenny are out in a couple of weeks time in the championship Limerick are out in a couple of weeks time so you're kind of minding yourself now I, I actually spoke to Michael Welch earlier in the, in the week at the minor game and he made a very valid point Kilkenny's first game is against Westmead and Nolan Park with all due respect to my home county of Westmead we're not going to be expecting to win that game so Kilkenny can really go for it today Limerick likewise they're out in a couple of weeks in their own team and I wondered you know earlier in the week would Limerick rest some players because they've been doing that all during the championship the Limerick team was named the other night and all my doubt was removed unless <laughs> unless they're going to have about five changes before the game gets thrown in I think they've named the team with the exception of maybe Tom Morrissey I think they've named probably 13 of the best hurlers that they have in Limerick right now are named to start today against Kilkenny and I think Kilkenny are very very close to I would say uh, you know probably they're nearly their strongest 15 as well with the exception of obviously noted TJ Reid is on the bench there as well and there's I'm just looking at the bench there as well but TJ is obviously on the bench he's a standout that you'd say but just looking at that Limerick team today you've Nicky Quaid and Gold Sean Finn Dan Morrissey and Barry Nash the full back line Dermot Burns Declan Hannan and Kyle Hayes you've Darrow Donovan and Barry Murphy in midfield Garrod Hegarty Keane Lynch and Cahill O'Neill in the half forward and Aaron Galan Seamus Flanagan and Peter Casey like it's just an awesome team and <clears throat> they've new players coming in you know Keane Lynch makes that whole team tick he missed the whole mm. of last year he's rocking now and you know you have there Cahill O'Neill young player he's a lad that I think is, is absolutely flying so I'm really excited to see Limerick at full flight because I think they've been kind of saving a bit for themselves they'll need to be at full flight to beat Kilkenny but what we're going to find out about Kilkenny now is you know where we are because they're two weeks out from championship they're not going to get much fitter than they are at the moment they're tactically not going to have much more time to do a whole lot because the championship games come so thick and fast and they're coming up against the best team in the country like this is this is so this is mega this, no it is it genuinely is this is a championship match Um, when you're talking about the, the players on the Limerick team and being close to the starting 15 as they can and we'll go through the, the, the starting lineups in uh, full detail in a few moments but I was looking at a combined Limerick and Kilkenny 15 now it was done down in Limerick of course but only three Kilkenny players ended up getting into that Hugh Lawler Adrian Munn and TJ Reid they were the only three players that ended up getting into that starting 15 now when you consider Mikey Butler best Sean Flynn uh, to the All-Stars as well like that's a bit disingenuous from them is it? It is a little bit um, like I'd expect nothing less than if it was a Kilkenny team we were naming here like if I'm being straight with you Owen Murphy Owen Murphy Nicky Quaid for the goals both of them the two best goalkeepers in the country uh, a hair splits them and that's genuine um, Mikey Butler is on every team in the country there's no two yeah. ways around it they can't leave him out of it but then you know Tommy Welsh, uh, Tullerone and Porrick Welsh, you know, both of them, um, you know, they're, they're not a mile. Porrick Welsh, I would definitely think, should be on any team in the country. I I, I really believe that. Hugh Lawler, I'd agree with as well. Paddy Deegan, uh, you know, leaving Paddy Deegan out of a team, I, I can't see how you do that. Adrian Mullen, for me, would make that team as well. Um, Owen Cody would 1 million percent be making that team. I would probably have six Kilkenny players. They have Aaron Gillan and Peter Casey up in the full forward line with TJ. 
Um, I'd have TJ in the half forward line. Yeah. Uh, Owen Cody would one million percent. I don't mind. Like these teams that you pick, they just go with six forwards, two midfielders, and six backs, regardless. And that, that was your criticism of the All Stars as well before. <laughs> well, I have a major bone of contention <laughs> with it. If I'm playing corner forward, I should be competing against corner forwards for the corner forward position. They shouldn't squeeze a centre forward into corner forward because they couldn't find room from out the field, you know. So I, I wouldn't buy into that. But genuinely, on the Kilkenny team at the moment, like Owen Cody's after winning Young Hurler of the Year twice, he's he's an, an absolutely exceptionally talented player he would walk onto any team in the country as well so you know are Limerick do Limerick have the edge over Kilkenny at the moment they most certainly do this Limerick team is the best team in the country they're actually pushing Kilkenny's greats to become probably the greatest hurling team of all time uh, this Limerick team and you know you can't take the, take that away from them but would only three Kilkenny players make that Limerick team right now no I think that's wrong I think six or seven Looking at the two players that they have included out of the three, Adrian Mullen and TJ Reid, they're only coming back into the fold as of now. Adrian Mullen getting a start uh, today, but if the starting lineup is to to be the starting lineup and it wasn't a dummy team released, um, that's do, do you throw him straight into the mental post, throw him straight into the fire? Would it be the Fitzgibbon the last time he was playing, or no, did he, he get injured before the Fitzgibbon? Adrian Mullen, mm. uh, no, he would have played for he would have played for Ballyhead Shamrocks, obviously. Yeah, in the in club side of things. Yeah. yeah, I'm not sure about the Fitzgibbons. I didn't really focus on it this year at all. The the club championship side of things. Adrian Mullen, he wouldn't be starting if he wasn't flying fit. He's yeah. I seen him in Nolan Park on Friday night. He looks and he always does look in remarkably good condition anyway but no he has to like this is you have to remember as well Shane you're running out of time too like the last thing that Derek will want to do is go down there and be beaten by 20 points by Limerick today so you're going to have to put out your best the best team you can and, and, and drive onto it so I don't think there's any risk attached to Adrian Mullen starting he's obviously fully fit um, the Ballyhale lads coming back into the panel you know they would have been probably back training for the last couple of weeks um, and it's, it's, it's it, it is time you, like I'd be surprised if you don't get to see a bit of TJ Reid today um, it's great to see Owen Cody starting I know Adrian Mullen was kind of knocking up Paddy was carrying a knock as well but you know it's 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 just we're at the time like they've they've ran out of time now this is the league final and next week it's all championship gear you know and the championship games come at you pretty fast as well so you don't have much time for experimenting what you're going to see today is very close to the two starting 15s for the championship maybe Kilkenny might have maybe one or two changes really maybe three at most for uh, what I say a peak championship game state of Galway game I'd be surprised if more than three players from today's starting 15 don't start that game well, we have Jim texting in saying he's loving the show so far and there's plenty more still to come. We do have a quick ad break to take. We will announce the full 15 in just a few moments, so don't go anywhere. The Allianz Hurling League on KCLR. Kilkenny versus Limerick pre-match analysis with thanks to Country Style Foods, local food for local people. Welcome back to the pre-match build-up for Kilkenny versus Limerick in the league final. Me and Eddie Scally in the studio, but we're going to go down to Park E. Cueve at the moment because just before we named the starting 15s, there's been some changes, Adrian. Yeah, big changes here in Park E. Cueve. Limerick have made two changes to the team. No Declan Hannon, no captain for Limerick, no Declan Declan Hannon and no Kyle Hayes they're replaced by Colin Coughlin of Bally Brown and Mike Casey comes in actually we'll expect Mike Casey to go full back Dan Morrissey will probably go to left half back so that makes a huge change no changes on the Kilkenny team we're led to believe the Kilkenny team 
will start as selected so big news here in Parky Keeve Limerick down certainly their leader in Declan Hannon and certainly one of their big goal, goal players Kyle Hayes Michael Welsh is beside me here that obviously makes a big change to the uh, the future of this game maybe or the, uh, the possibilities in this game absolutely I think that you know Limerick obviously strong favourites coming in I think that's well diluted now they're they're down you know those two fellas are already down William O'Donoghue as well and Tom Morrissey not starting as well so I think this uh, now will be an absolutely even game I, I felt it would be close anyway but I actually could could see can any be marginal favourites at this stage with the, the, the players at Limerick are down they're absolutely key players for them uh, two of your half back line uh, Tom Morrissey who's uh, you know a brilliant wing forward and uh, William O'Donoghue who's been one of the top midfielders for the last few years uh, Kenny almost at full strength so look huge chance for Kilkenny at this stage um, I believe it's uh, just Niggles picked up in training during the week with the championship coming up in two weeks time they weren't prepared to take any risks and uh, you can't really blame them for that but big news and a, a big shift in the, as to who might win this game as well Now the only thing lads you're in the studio we're here in the media box in a beautiful uh, surrounds in Parky Keeve the day is opening up a little bit we had poor weather on the way down they were expecting poor weather during the game but it's bright it's airy there's no rain however in the media box Michael yeah. and we've been talking to a few and we've been talking to a few Limerick people and most people down here laughed at us Michael when we said we had a chance Limerick people are very confident the media are not giving us a chance lads yeah. so we could be well, all that was, wrong here Yeah, but no that was before uh, in fairness I'd say they were laughing a bit before we came in I'd say when they hear the news that we've just heard now that laugh will change and they still be confident they, yeah. you know they have the errant the right I suppose but um, I remember a f- certain occasion a couple of years ago up in Crow Park they were very confident as well and it didn't really work out for them on the day I, look, I have to be serious, fair about this with the players that are down Kenny have to have a serious chance of winning this game at this stage yeah that's the that's the message coming from uh, Parky Keeve here lads now that fact that Limerick are down a number of players that means certainly we have to be very very close if not winning this game or else the, the exercise is fruitile yeah I, I, I think that's the way it has turned around I definitely do I felt even with the teams that were named Friday it would be a close game and when you hear the likes of Declan Hannon who's massive to this team and Kyle Hayes then with his surgeon runs coming from the wing uh, it's a huge loss to Limerick and uh, it really will test and they're not even in the sub so there's obviously an injury issue as we said we've heard they've, they've got picked up knocks during the weekend they weren't prepared to risk them so if that's the case that's the case but uh, they are a massive loss to Limerick in this case and you know as I would have said yesterday to Kenny possibly 13 14 of their championship team you know you know the likes of TJ Reid would certainly be on that team and there's one or two others in the subs like Killian Buckley and that who you would think would push forward as well but other than that Kenny have everyone here today and they will be going gung-ho for this and uh, a huge opportunity for them there now OK lads we'll go back to your uh, country style foods analysis on the game we'll enjoy the surrounds here for the next half an hour but big news here in Parky Keeve no Kyle Hayes and no Declan Hannon thanks very much lads there's some big changes there Scotty <laughs> they, they are Shane um, I, I don't share the boys confidence in, in the difference that them, Declan Hannon's brilliant mm. no question about it and he's a big loss today I'd marked on my sheet players to watch and one of the people I'd marked on was Colin Coughlin I think he's brilliant he's coming into the team so you know he's not Declan Hannon but it's he's not a like for like it's, but he's a 21 year old and he's absolutely flying he's a massive lad to come back in the other player that's coming in is Mike Casey he's Limerick's full back anyway so when I said Limerick were at 13 or 14 their best 15 he was, he was one of the ones <laughs> and Tom Morris was the other one so it's, it is it, Declan Hannon uh, uh, you know, I, I'm not knocking the loss of Kyle Hayes at wing back. He's a brilliant wing back. He, he's a bit of a loss there as well. And, and as is uh, Declan Hannon's a massive loss. 
like the bookmakers just to give it a bit of context Kilkenny are 4-1 today mm. um, that's how much of a gap the bookmakers have it John Kiley came out though during the week about the new GEA protocols and he was talking about the, the risk widespread of dummy teams that the teams have to be announced on a Thursday evening as well but has he not kind of done something similar to that well in fairness uh, he'll say he hasn't he'll say that injuries well that's what the lads are saying and the fact that they're not in the panel would suggest that they probably had picked up knocks he named the team on Friday night and I'd say they did a light session afterwards and you'd find that lads are after just picking up little twinges and stuff if you have a fellow with a tight hamstring now or anything you're not going to risk him today you know rupture it or have something go wrong and they're out for six or eight weeks the Munster Hurling Championship is a minefield so you know you could in Munster every game you have is, is, is particularly difficult it's it's a really really hard championship there's no soft kills down there so as a result of that you know Kylie has to mind his players I don't think he'd come out and make a statement about dummy teams and blah 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 <laughs> and, and then, then do it then then the very next day but it is I know it's a contentious thing with the GEA I was a disaster for it um, when I started managing first because the county boards would ring you looking for your team off you on a Wednesday and sure the county this board. for match programmes and yeah, so forth. This is it for printing, but like their 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 PRO is ringing you looking for it. Sure, he could be the secretary of the club you're playing in the championship the following <laughs> week. So in your head, then you're going. Nah. And this was when I was in Wexford, so I, I remember sending in a team one day, and I think there was twelve changes. And <laughs> afterwards, and I got eight kind of coming off the field by the supporters. There wasn't by anybody else. They were like, you know, what are you doing, you bloody idiots? You know, poor so, commentators as well. The match programmes, sure, right? You, you, these aren't things you think about. You're very mm. selfish animals, managers. You know, so that's it. And you want to confuse the opposition too we'll go through the Kilkenny team now Owen Murphy of course in goal Mikey Butler Tommy Walsh Paul Rick Walsh in the halfback line you have Richie Reid Hugh Lawler and David Blanchfield in the middle of the park you have Conor Fogarty and Paddy Deegan John Donnelly Adrian Mullen is back Billy Ryan then you have Gal Moyes Billy Drennan Mossy Keown and Owen Cody round out that starting 15 I've been quite impressed with John Donnelly since he came in in that Tipperary game for Keane uh, Kenny I, I, I believe it was and I thought he's, he's been doing pretty well I know Billy Drennan's getting all the plaudits right Fully so, but I've been quite impressed with John Donnelly. Yeah, I think from play, John has been fantastic. Eddie Doyle, my good friend, he, he just thinks John Donnelly is one of the most risky hurlers in the country. He's been saying it to me for, for years to just watch the work he does. I think John's season this year, all that John needs to add to his game is a few scores. He's He, he dropped a couple of balls short the last day, but he's having a wonderful year. And I think once he starts tapping them over the bar, he'll just start flowing because he's a brilliant, brilliant hurler. I think that half forward line in itself... I prefer to see Billy Ryan inside, known Cody out. Uh, if unless you know, the, you, I just think I think Billy Ryan would do more damage inside in the corner. But super work rate. You'll have you'll have huge engines in there. Billy Drennan getting huge plaudits. Um, I'd like to see a bit more from play from Billy Drennan. I was surprised to give him man of the match in the semi-finals. You, you know, he got such a colossal amount of scores. He was going to have to get man of the match. But I just I just think from play he's going to have to get himself involved a bit more. I think out of his two sixty five that he scored. 152 have come from dead ball situations yeah you know like it is It is now the one thing I would say to you is he's such a brilliant free taker it, it, every team has to have one Kilkenny are blessed they've got two or three you know because Richie Hogan can do it too um, as as obviously TJ Reid and Owen Cody as well so they've, they've any amount of them but I just think for Billy's game himself he's been brilliant it's his first year in with the senior ranks he's having some wonderful performances but what he's going to have to do is he's going to have to fight for his own ball when TJ comes back into that team if you think TJ is not going to be taking the freeze you're mad well that's um, what I was talking to Taggy about and Taggy kind of alluded to the pressure of the championship obviously TJ had uh, has huge experience when it comes to championship but he talked about the succession of DJ Carey into Henry Shefflin as well and DJ getting taken off the freeze while still playing and then Henry getting put on him just to kind of announce the succession but it doesn't look like TJ is going to retire or anything anytime soon. So no, it's not that it, you know I can see that point. 
TJ will be on the freeze because TJ will definitely be starting every single game. Um, that's unless he's injured, he's starting. So you that's think why Billy's is up for question, especially with the under twenty side of things, the seven game rule now in the championship. Yeah, no, I think I think you know Billy 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 has a bit of work to do to get into the team. If you think he's he's there already, you know you're probably watching something different than I am. Like I see there today, TJ Reid's not starting, so TJ Reid has to come in. So who he replaces? Look at the six forwards that are yeah. that are lined up. So and, and I'm not don't get me wrong, I'm not Billy Drennan's having a wonderful year. I just I'd like him to see it doing a bit more from play and if you watch as well when Michal who was managing Galway he took Joe Canning off the freeze early in a year one year and it wasn't for any reason about succession or anything it was literally because he felt that Joe wasn't doing enough off the freeze if you know what I mean his, his, his general contribution to the game there wasn't enough of it so I can't remember was it John Glynny put on the freeze for a while no Joe came back on the freeze but it was basically just to, to, to bring him more into it but that'll come for Billy it's, 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 he's just been brilliant he's a huge huge um, Asset to Kilkenny because his frees are so good, but it's just what I'm saying is I'm, I I I want more from him. I just think he's fantastic and he's doing brilliant. But I know there's more there, and I just today now is 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 when it'll be a real test from you know when yeah you just win your own ball and and, and utilize the space that you get for yourself because when he has it in his hand, there's no one better. He's a super lad. So, but back on John Donnelly, you'll see it today. I'd say for literally touches in the semi final, I'd say John Donnelly had the ball in his hand more than any Kilkenny player, other than obviously Owen Murphy in the goal. Uh, what do you make of that midfielder Conor Fogarty and Paddy Deegan yeah I, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see Paddy Deegan in the half forward line and Adrian Mullen dropping back into yeah. midfield that wouldn't that wouldn't shock me um, I think Conor Fogarty's out and out midfielder anyway he's fantastic Paddy Deegan Paddy Deegan just seems to be plugging holes everywhere like he's he's wing back <laughs> he's full forward he's midfield like what a player like I I, I watched him for Lachlan Gales a couple of years back at full forward he lit up a senior final I know Ballyhale won the game but everybody leaving Nolan Park that day the, the word on the lips was Paddy Deegan in the forwards he was just he was sublime and it's just he's he's a big man he's very physically strong but he's so fast and he's so deadly with the hand and he's just quick everything he does is sharp so no I'm delighted to see him in midfield I don't, just don't sometimes midfielders can be bypassed in games and I just think Paddy Deegan he's the type of Kilkenny player you'd like to see him on the ball as much as you physically can because you know he offers so much to him but it's 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 a good midfield Conor Fogarty's a very very good hurler and very experienced as well which you'll want today because they're coming up against Darrow Donovan in midfield for Limerick is an absolute monster like and, and Barry Murphy as well like they're coming up against a really really strong Limerick midfield um, Limerick run the ball through the line so you can be guaranteed their boys are going to be in involved if you get me in midfield so it'd be a big ask for the two lads but Paddy is such a massive engine I'd say you could see him anywhere on the pitch today Shane Well we're going to go and look back at Kilkenny's whole league tenure so far with starting off with Antrim looking at that Tipperary game and Leash game in a bit more in depth quick app break before then don't go anywhere the Allianz Hurling League on KCLR Kilkenny versus Limerick pre-match analysis with thanks to Country Style Foods local food for local people Shane O'Keefe with Eddie Scally here in the studio we're going to look back now on Kilkenny's league campaign uh, first game against Antrim very very tough conditions on that day coming off the Wexford Walsh Cup loss but there was a lot of short crisp passing but that man that we mentioned beforehand Billy Drennan scoring 1-8 on the day impressive performance at the start of the championship uh, yeah it was League. No, this is it. It was a very impressive performance, Shane, and it's a very, very tough place to go as well to, to get a result. Um, it was in the melting pot for a long time. I listened to the game <coughs> live on KCLR that day myself, and you know the lads, the lads were they were panicking a little bit out there. You know there was there was <laughs> there was periods now they weren't the only people panicking. I'd say anyone listening was panicking too. The last 10-15 minutes, Kilkenny kicked on. 
and won the game quite well. Um, I know it was commented on a good few times in the commentary on the day about the short passing. Like, there's a bit of a transitional period from the Kilkenny team, the, the, the style of hurling that we're playing. Derek is bringing in a, a bit of a new style to it because he's evolving with the game. Like, the game is changing a lot. Possession is key. But that day up in Antrim, they got a bit of a fright because you lose to Wexford in the Walsh Cup as you rightly said that was in front of a full house down in Wexford Park it was brilliant night it was it was great well it wasn't a great it was, yeah, great like from, it was a great event, event, event. yes yeah, it's that spectacle it. exactly so you know but it, I'd say it was probably one of the biggest attended Walsh Cup matches in the history of hurling but it was it was a full house down in Wexford Park no one wants to lose Wexford definitely didn't want to lose at the opening night of their stadium but Kilkenny the follow make you're out against Antrim you don't want to get two defeats in a row so it it was an important win and I think Billy Drennan really put him he he stamped his, his, his name on the sheets there for straight away in that game but it was, it was a good win but genuinely we took an awful long time to put them away Speaking of Billy Drennan But Kilkenny in front here and it's Billy Drennan who's approaching a 20 metre line has a goal and it bounces past the goalkeeper what a goal for Kilkenny's Billy Drennan his first ever league goal he was impressive in the Walsh Cup he started off well in the league 13 minutes and 20 seconds on the clock Kilkenny won 5 Antrim three points he took it on from just outside the 20 metre line it wasn't the most powerful shot but he knew exactly what he was doing he hopped it in front of Elliot keepers hate those hopping ones and it went past him it went past him famous Elshin Langan quote now that'll be Billy Drennan's first score in the league yeah look these are important milestones as well for like for Billy and you know I'd hate for anyone to think to text in and say I'm being harsh and because that wouldn't be the case I, you know I think Billy Drennan's been fantastic for Kilkenny and he's a great find he's very young and he's loads of time to mature and, and get better but that was a brilliant start from up in Antrim he, he's the Walsh Cup which you know it, it really is only a pre-season tournament but he went up to Antrim there and as I said and I, and I mean that I know there's all these cliches of oh you know a bit of a banana skin fixture and the whole lot generally teams find it very difficult when they go up there and and, and Kilkenny did but Billy Drennan was the shining light that day in his performance he got 1-8 uh, Oshin probably didn't do the goal justice I've seen that goal since it was a good finish um, listening to Oshin there it's where it kind of just trickled in over the line <laughs> and it, 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 by no means was it a, a lucky finish but it was it was a good start to the league campaign and set us up for the for the next day when we were heading to play Tipperary Right, let's get into that game. <laughs> Bad first half performance. There was a good few injuries on that Tipperary team, much like the injuries that Limerick are experiencing now, but this happened in-game. So there was a big lull in the game. I think it was about 10 minutes or so, and all O'Loughlin's back, back, back line, but changes didn't really seem to, much, or didn't seem to do much in terms of upset Tipperary. Yeah, no, look, it, it, was, it was a good win for Tip, um, that day, you know, it was like you know, it was it was a really solid performance. Um, I kind of felt early in the year. I think, and I know this is going to sound mad, but I actually think Tipperary had more focus put on the league than Kilkenny. Um, you know, if if you asked any Kilkenny person, now we're in the league final. At that stage, the day we played Tipperary, I thought the Tipperary team looked fitter uh, than Kilkenny. And That's a bit mad, though, considering Liam Cal and Waterford last year and what happened there. And then by championship, it just didn't seem to work out. Well, see. Unfortunately, and I don't mean this, you know, is this, you know, when you're a new manager, you're in with your team, you're in with the first year, you're in with them, you're trying to win the league, you know, you, you want to get a trophy up as quick as you can. He's gone in there, and I'm not saying it's the wrong thing to do, but I, I genuinely feel Waterford peaked too early last year. Um, yeah. And I think Tipperary, if you look at that performance, 
that day in Nolan Park they were a lot fitter than Kilkenny they were they were hungrier you know they, they seemed to want it that bit more and I think they were a little bit I wouldn't say hungrier is, is fair now they, they just seemed to want it a bit more but I felt if, if if 10 was the number we were trying to get I think Kilkenny were at about 5 that evening and, and Tipperary were at 7 and a half, 8 and, and the scoreboard reflected that and I know there was injuries on the day and there was players missing and the whole lot it became a really messy game it could have been a, a lot big I think Tipperary had 7 wides in, in, in the first half but they, they were still a big score ahead in the first half now I know it kind of tit for tat in the second half after that the performance was a bit better but the first half just seemed to have really ignited a lot of anger amongst Kilkenny fans especially with this short passing game it wasn't working out on the day we seen it happen with Kildare yesterday where Carlo took full advantage of that it just wasn't working out on the day and it was something that I think Derek Ling had previously alluded to as well but it really seemed to annoy a lot of Kilkenny fans and traditionalists as well look you're going to have that you know anyway if you change a style or a structure of anything and it doesn't work straight away everyone starts screaming that you need to revert back to type and it's 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 you know it's it's an easy target for it I think there was far more I think there was far more wrong in, in, in that performance than, than the short passing game it was just the easiest thing for, for everyone to blame it on was all oh, the short passes did this that or the other you know yeah it was the most noticeable thing though I suppose but it's noticeable because you're not used to it um, yeah. you're going to have to get used to it because the game's not changing it is it is what it is at the moment this is this is the way Hurling has gone and yet it's a possession based game until somebody wins the All-Ireland driving the ball into the full forward line again. <laughs> you know that's what happens you, you emulate and you, you, you copy the team that's winning Limerick are the team that's winning this is the way they play Hurling and everyone's trying to replicate that to try and get the same results that day was just a bad day at the office Kilkenny didn't panic they didn't come out and say we're going to change the way we've been doing things we're going to switch everything around well they, they, they took King Kenny off in the first half yeah no no sorry they didn't panic I mean they didn't panic and say the oh, game yeah. is finished we're not doing this anymore you know Derek has to react if players aren't going you get them off like lads have bad days like, I think King Kenny is an absolutely wonderful midfielder um, I think he'll be a, a stonewall certainty for me to be starting for Kilkenny come championship when we're did in well the- when he came on against Cork as well yeah no he's look, he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's an excellent player there's, there's no two ways around it he didn't have a great game that day Derek pulled him off straight away he has to do that too like Derek has to be strong enough to make big changes when it needs to be done Kilkenny's second half performance was, was far better than their first half performance but if that was the game you're looking at that game and it's if that was the end of the league you'd be worried going into the championship now is when you want to start peaking Kilkenny are playing in the league final to where you're watching it on telly <laughs> good point well we'll look back on the first half of that game just about now Jamie Cannon gives out ball now Kilkenny are in trouble Tipperary coming through Dan Jason Ford and next time to go goal and nothing Mikey Butler could do and the Kilkenny team were exposed Jamie Cannon Kilkenny under pressure Mikey yeah they're running through them Ronnie and uh, you know that's what it's probably more realistic scoreline probably should be even more than that there said in wise as well but they've run through them there brilliant by Callan in fairness I was just saying Hugh Lauder was winning that battle but he won that one and a great vision out of him and a great finish as well 1-7 to Tipperary 3 points to, to Kilkenny Kilkenny is struggling in the opening 27 minutes didn't struggle in the second half I suppose that's the biggest thing that we can come out for now they didn't struggle either against Leash 34 points to 118 they were looking to bounce back from that defeat to Tipperary in round 3 now when we're talking about Derek Ling making changes he made 11 in total for this game coming into it <laughs> look you have to early in the league campaign you have to blood players give lads a chance you have to make switches you're on about the 11 changes that were made in there like Owen Murphy went into the goal in fairness to Kilkenny we've been blessed with good goalkeepers as well so you know that change Darren Brennan Aidan Tallis yeah. uh, Dean Mason, Dean Mason of course yeah, there's, a, there's, a, there, there, there's any amount of them that was a switch Owen was always going to have to start in goal at some stage because he is Kilkenny's number one so this was the game that brought him back in for um, 
Shane Murphy very strong there Connor Delaney starting midfield today he was coming back in Tommy Watch Richie Reid came back as well and Paddy Mullen but that was them coming back from the Ballyhale if you know what I mean they were coming back into the setup yeah. as did Owen Cody uh, and John Donnelly John Donnelly obviously started that day and, and Tullerone's Garrow Dunn he's very underrated now in my opinion I think if he gets a bit of a run in the team and gets his confidence up Garrow Dunn is an absolutely brilliant hurler like Tullerone there's no secret about him in Tullerone if you go to Tullerone and talk to any club man in Tullerone and ask them to name two players in their club he'll be the first one they'll name Is he going to be more useful to Mark Dowland or, or, or Derek Ling this year? He's going to be more useful to Derek Ling I, yeah. I, I would think I th- look he, he's still very young um, he's Mark's most important player I'd say You know, he's probably one of his most important players but I, I just think I, I, I can't remember was it Porrick Welch was being interviewed after a match one day it was actually Shane was being interviewed after a game one day and he said to Brendan Hennessy or Robbie or one of them was interviewing him and, 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 he, and he said I think it was Brendan Brendan said to him it must be lovely to play with your older brother and blah 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 and it's you know the legend that is and Shane said be under no illusions the legend that is Garrow Dunn is the one that we're all going to be talking about I, lo- I love listening to Shane what's yeah, talking about brilliant. <laughs> but, but in that day himself he was just brilliant and he's, he's, a, he's a big man but Leash, Leash are poor and Kilkenny put them to the sword you know they went out and did it it was a business like performance they got 34 points which is a huge score there was no goals on the day um, which which is quite surprising but you know they just picked off the scores and did it yesterday we'll tell you where Leash Harlan is at the moment they got beaten in the first round of the Joe McDonough Cup by Offaly so mm. I mean you know you, you need to be devouring them and, and, and that's exactly what happened there and, and Derek rang the changes as well like I've been really impressed with Derek Ling so far like he's taken in he's not going to do what you said about Ling Cal is that he's going to be first year wanting to just get the trophy and then you're going to see a a tailspin towards the coming into the championship well he's t- Ling Cal's in a very different position Tipperary had a very bad year last year and you know Tipperary hurling is everyone will tell you it's in a bad place so he's yeah. coming in in a rebuilding process I think Colin Bonner seems to have been really ruthlessly treated by Tipperary yeah. I'm not going to get involved in the politics of Tipperary Ireland that's their problem but I, I would have thought he was going to be given a period of time to, to try and because it was always down to this rebuild of Tipperary Ireland Colin Bonner was in and he was gone mm. and next thing Liam Welch is in and uh, you know I suppose or Liam Cal I should say you're looking back and you're thinking Jesus am I, am I getting a week here you know Linger's gone in there to replace Brian Cody who's been managing Kilkenny since you know Jesus was a boy like you know he's Brian Cody's been there for what 25, 26, 27 years so Kilkenny don't chop and change managers that quick well they haven't in the last 30 years eh? so Derek is coming in he's after taking over a team that got beaten in an All-Ireland final last year so the pressure on Derek is to try and, and win an All-Ireland but he's it's not like Kilkenny Hurling is in the, in the doldrums and it's desperate and we need to win a Walsh Cup or something to bring a trophy back you know have a homecoming with yeah, the yeah. Walsh Cup but I think with Cal Tipperary are under a little bit more pressure and they need to see some form of improvement under him very quickly but Derek took on the mantle he's done it very very well anything I've seen him in the media he's 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 he's, he's not too au fait he's not driving it out there I'm, look at this or look at that he's he's very very good and I think he's he's making the right calls with Kilkenny so far Well speaking of Derek in the media he talking about the Leash game said he was delighted with the first half performance an opposite from the Tipperary game but far from impressed with the second half performance Yeah first half was decent uh, second half so so to be honest, you know, we made a few changes. Um, I couldn't, yeah, I wouldn't get too excited about the second half. I think um, I thought we probably overdid it at times. At the back, we were a little bit shaky at times as well. So look, there's um, we just have to keep up it. And towards the next two weeks now, again, we've we've a lot of lads coming back. I thought it was an improvement. I thought it was definitely an improvement in the first half today. I thought we were sharp. I thought we were out of control. But as the game went on, just. 
maybe with all the substitutions and things like that, we just lost our shape a little bit. Now, moving on to the next game, Kilkenny versus Dublin. And for Kilkenny's victories, right, against Antrim, I was only Antrim. Against Leash, I was only Leash. Against Tipperary, worst thing happened in the world. Against Dublin, where it was 225 to 117, Dublin were bad. Kilkenny weren't getting kudos for that. Bit uh, disingenuous. Yeah, look, see, the problem the problem you have is, Paulie O'Shea said it about the people of Curry that there were, I can't remember what you call them, they called them animals or something like that, but he was, what he was, the, the metaphor he was trying to describe was that the, the, the standards that they, they set for themselves are very, very high. And Curry winning the All-Ireland is what you set your standard to. So in Kilkenny, that's what you're measured by, winning All-Ireland titles. And so everyone you win oh you should win that game or you should should have won that game and when you lose oh you should have won anyway but I think you have to look at it there's a, there's a rebuilding process going on in Kilkenny there's a lot of new blood in the panel they went up to play Dublin now Dublin have had a poor year under Michal Dunhu uh, to date but Kilkenny beat Dublin by 11 points it was a, it was a big win for Kilkenny um, I suppose the reaction to the game was about how bad Dublin were on the day um, but that was more down to the fact that Dublin people had seen Dublin becoming a, a threat in Leinster and that kind of rubbished that statement if you get me because Kilkenny you know that was a 11 point beaten but it was it well, was Connor, Bur- Connor, Bur- Connor Burke and Paul Crummy had goal chances as well so they could have made that scoreline look a little bit better anyway they could have but Kilkenny and I mean this as well Kilkenny could have won that game by another 10 points as well Kilkenny missed some chances too it it's more down to expectations me included I expected Dublin to go to the next level under Michal Dunhu I genuinely thought Dublin were going to be there proper pushing for Leinster I I, th- I would have thought that Dublin were looking to try and get ahead of Wexford say in Leinster on, on that performance that day they were so flat and they were so poor I really worried for Dublin in the, in the Leinster Championship now in saying that they came up against a Kilkenny team that was on fire that day Kilkenny really went and tore into them 225 is, is serious shooting this early in the year like you have to remember it's a pre-season you know even though it's the National League it's so early in the year like you're 3-4 months out before heavy championship stuff and Kilkenny are knocking over 225 and if I haven't got the starting 15 from that day but I can guarantee there's 5 lads starting today that didn't start in that game it's, it's, it's you know it's, it was a massive win well uh, talking about the big scores in the game here's one of them from Owen Cody Kenny still lead they could make it more now here's Paddy Deegan Paddy Deegan by Spraiswell across the Cody goal shot oh take that one out of the back of the net it was brilliant distribution by Deegan he was odds on in any game of hurling to go and put the, a hole in the back of the net himself but he's seen Cody and he said look we're leading by 10 I'm going to share this one he sends it to Cody with ferocity he controls it brilliantly and the Shamrocks man rattles the net on the town end it's 119 to Kilkenny 9 points to Dublin that was good play that was good play we're going to take a quick ad break there when we come back we'll look at Cork and we'll look at Waterford the Alliance Hurling League on KCLR Kilkenny versus Limerick pre-match analysis with thanks to Country Style Foods local food for local people KCLR Live Sport As Kilkenny get ready to face Limerick in the Alliance Hurling League Division 1 final we'll be breaking down both teams' form and chances with expert analysis pre-game at halftime and post-match live in studio and at Parky Cueve Don't miss a moment of the game and get all the insights updates and reaction you need on Kilkenny versus Limerick all on KCLR this Sunday afternoon from half past one with thanks to Country Style Foods your leading Irish manufacturer and distributor of breakfast meats cooked meats and much more local food for local people 
New this week in Home Store and more. All wood-burning fire pits and pizza ovens are all half price. But better hurry, because when all the half price wood-burning fire pits and pizza ovens are gone, they're gone. Also, all kitchen table linen and all garden water features are still half price. But when all the half price kitchen table linen and all the half price garden water features are gone, they're definitely gone. Drop by your local home store and more, or visit us online at homestoreandmore.ie. New store now open in Arcadia Retail Park, Athlone. Home store and more. A happy home. Celebrate Easter at Cost Cutter. Gouty sausages, puddings and rashers from only €1.10. O'Donnell's 125 gram crisps, only €2 each. Kit Kat Rollo and Smarties medium Easter eggs, any three for €5. Avery selected wines, just €8 each. Cost Cutter, proud to be local. Enjoy alcohol responsibly, visit drinkaware.ie. Participating stores only. Home, a safe haven, a place to live with family and pets, to enjoy with friends, a place to build memories where we can truly be ourselves. At Mubles, we understand the importance of home, home furniture and home decor. We've been specialising in all things home for 50 years. Visit us during our mega home event for reductions in all departments, including new lines. Savings of up to 50%. Home. Create yours with Mubles. Kilkenny Retail Park, Kilkenny. The Allianz Hurling League on KCLR. Kilkenny versus Limerick pre-match analysis with thanks to Country Style Foods, local food for local people. We're getting ready to hand over to Parky Cueve, but we have to look at Kilkenny versus Waterford. Now, a place in the semi-finals of this year's Allianz Hurling League was at stake. Kilkenny welcoming Waterford to UPMC Nolan Park for a game that should have been played in Waterford. Now, there was no goals in that game. Only two points separate in each side by full-time whistle. A red 18 points to 16 but was it a case that Davis' tactics <laughs> didn't seem to really get the best out of his players? And you look at people commenting on how he utilised Desi Hutchinson, for example, in that game. And he, wa- he wasn't really utilised at all. Do you think Davis' tactics played into Kilkenny's game? Uh, 100%. <laughs> he, got, he got it. I don't know. I, I don't know what he was thinking um, that day. Waterford... Waterford going well I've heard all the conspiracy theories since now you know I was told that the Waterford Hurling team had their uh, winter or what was a winter sun training camp booked they were flying out the following day and you know the last thing they wanted was the headache of a league semi-final and you, you hear all of this kind of crap at the time but when I was watching the game like Waterford you know I, I genuinely thought you know Waterford were well on top um, and you know I thought Waterford were going to probably win the game but I, I, I don't know what went on in, in it. it you know it really did suit Kilkenny it was it was an awful game uh, but you know you win ugly sometimes as well it was you know a two point win in the end but it was it wasn't it wasn't a it wasn't a hurling match as such that you'd be you'd be looking. The weather played into that though as well. Maybe a little bit. Um, I don't know if it did hugely now like genuinely I know that sounds like I'm being really really hard on and I'm not knocking you know sometimes games can as Brian Cody used to say a game would take on a life of its own but that was that was genuinely a horrible game but Davy Fitz can do that as well he can set his teams up to prevent an opposition team from hurling um, but they got it wrong and, and, and Kilkenny won the game you know Waterford would have been I, I, they would have been nearly favourites for the match because you know there wasn't a huge amount expected there so <clears throat> I think it was a big win and obviously it, it, it got Kilkenny into a league semi-final so it was onwards and upwards from there but it definitely won't go down as a vintage I guarantee it'll be no one looking for the highlights of that game sent back to them in a few months it was 8-7 and a half time in that game as well just uh, looking at the second half kind of kicked on uh, speaking of Davies tactics he doesn't care what you think Eddie I'm only in training from 3 or 4 months Yeah, that's what it is like you're not going to work miracles in 3 or 4 months like do we have to change certain ways what for the plan we do well to me yeah they've, they've been not in a final and they've been 
poorly outplayed in the championship last year. We have to look at what we're doing. If that takes a year or two to get it done, that's fine. Whatever it is, it is. We have a plan to hopefully know where we're going and we're going to stay with that. And I don't really care what anyone thinks. We're staying with what we're doing and we'll give it a go. Now, there you have it. He doesn't care what you think. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, um, Davy sets up himself genuinely Shane he wants you to go in and interview him after the game mm. and question him and call him out and the whole lot so then he can create this siege mentality it's everyone hates us uh, but the fact that he was going on about just Waterford's championship campaigns and basically calling it dreadful as well you know it's a bit of an indictment on Liam Cowell's tenure um, so it's a bit of slacking going off there ahead of the Munster championship listen he, he wasn't lying their championship mm. was dreadful last year um, you have to remember as well like Davy Fitz this is the David Fitz show now. Like he's yeah. he's he's in, and it's it's he's on the sideline. He's a brilliant manager. He's a very very astute tactician. He'll he'll win whatever way he needs to win. He gets the best out of teams. And um, that he can say what he likes about. He doesn't care what we think. But anyone that watched that game will tell you it was one of the most awful games of Harlan ever played, and he had a massive part in that. Moving on to the semi final now, we have to be quick because I'm conscious we have to go over to Park Equi. We get the national anthems in. Kilkenny two twenty two, Cork twenty two. Best performance of the season. Definitely, yeah, and it was a real, it was a real humdinger of a battle as well because Cork were up for it. There was a bit of passion in it. You've seen that, as Ronnie had said, handbags are. But you you've seen it. There's a Cork being up for it, and then there's Cork giving away fouls and allowing a clinical Billy Drennan to be able to just take all the points at his leisure. Yeah, look, look, you could be overcritical on Cork and say, look, there was a lot of um, needless fouling going on there. But that's te- the blood pressure's up. You were in a, you know, it was a, it was an o- a nice big crowd in Nolan Park. It was a real there was a real strong atmosphere in it it was played at a championship pace as well so there was some big hits going in there was a lot of stuff happening off the ball and everything but I just thought you know that Kilkenny team they kind of came of age for me a little bit in that performance as well again another super score 222 like Kilkenny are after knocking in 6 goals and 138 points in the league campaign here like this is you know it's Magn- magnanimous yeah. it is and if you look at, at Limerick as well I was just surprised I seen the stat a second ago Limerick have conceded 5 goals and 109 points Kilkenny have conceded 4 goals and 111 that's hundred. and there's all points. talk about Limerick being very miserly when it comes to giving away goals as well so one point in the difference that's the difference yeah. in what Kilkenny and Limerick have conceded so far in, 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 in the championship or in the league campaign but I think look it's it's all about today you know the, the, what's led up to now it's all goals by the wayside if Limerick come out here and win by 13 or 14 points there's going to be a huge amount of soul searching in Kilkenny but if Kilkenny could only and I mean this if Kilkenny could win this game today the whole country is shouting for Kilkenny because if Kilkenny gives this a rattle and, and wins this or loses a really close game the whole country is looking up and saying hold on we can do this yeah Limerick are there for the taking we're going to have a listen back to Kilkenny versus Cork and then we're going to take an ad break before we hand over to two time All-Ireland winner Adrian Ronnie Ronan two time All-Ireland winner Michael Watch it is Kilkenny versus Limerick it's the league final can't wait bye Billy Drennan he'll go for play, placing as opposed to pace big moment in this again Billy Drennan whoa lovely Billy Drennan it's a touch 45 minutes gone goal by Billy Drennan he Team was Kenny is coming on here as well someone is going off anyway but that's a huge moment in the game Ronnie and a six point lead now and where Kenny Car- Car- have completely and utterly dominated this second half even though there's only a goal in it and uh, is there a response from Cork now I don't think look they've lost it again I just think their forwards are not up to yeah, it at all I think KCLR Live Sport The Allianz Hurling League Division 1 Final Kilkenny versus Limerick With thanks to the full range of Volkswagen vehicles at La Hearts, The home of Volkswagen in Kilkenny LaHartzVolkswagen.ie 
afternoon and welcome to Parky Key for the National League Final 2023 as both teams uh, removed themselves from the Garda, Nash, the Garda Band Kilkenny on our right hand side as we look down they'll defend uh, the city end it seems now we'll stand for our Anavine led by the Garda Band setting here in Parky Keeve as Owen Murphy heads to the city end he'll defend the city end Kilkenny will play into Black Rock and interesting to see the changes that the Limerick have made of course Michael Welch interesting the Limerick changes two big losses to the Limerick team before the start yeah huge and uh, just looking at the weather I know so Dan Morrissey has gone out centre back Co- Colin Cochran gone out the wing and Mike Casey as we talked going in full back so yeah, they are losses uh, Richie uh, Reid gone to centre back and, yeah. and Co- Huey Lawler gone wing, wing back number of changes Billy Ryan to middle of the field interesting a lot of changes on the Kilkenny team Billy Ryan wearing 12 playing in the middle of the field he loses that ball to, to Colin Kingston or Colin Coughlin Billy Ryan still has it used the River Rangers kick out to Adrian Mullen his first touch of the day his first point of the day great start for Kilkenny great point by Adrian Mullen great work Billy Ryan yeah excellent work and as I say he's gone to the middle of the field and he worked it lost it won it back very well and gave it out to Mullen what a start for him on his back first match back from injury Richie Reid picking up it looks like a Huey Lawler picking up Keane Lynch Richie Reid following Ken Hegarty they're all over the place Mikey Butler and Casey the puck out taken Casey does or thought he done well but Mikey Butler the young hurler of the year has it he comes out gives a neat ball to Connor Fogarty on his own 65 crossfield ball to Sean Finn he's all on his own Sean Finn the Limerick man defending as we said the Black Rock and Limerick playing into the city and 20,000 spectators here for this National Alliance National League final Sean Finn goes down the ground with a late tackle Casey comes through the middle gets hopped off a few pod or the wire the referee the Palatine man for Carlo from Carlo he gives a free into the Limerick man a big bidet for Paddy the wire the Carlo man he's uh, first interaction and Dermot Burns has a relatively easy free bike yeah possibly maybe blew it up a bit early didn't we had the advantage you'd like to see it going on but he, he spotted something there so Dermot Burns has a chance to, to get the match level the match level 97th uh, league final of course Watford they won the last one last year their fourth time Kenny and Tipperary on 19 league titles apiece and of course the legendary JJ Delaney with 8 league medals dangerous ball Burns misses it yeah dear Steve uh, young Murphy Owen Murphy hits a great ball down on top of Billy Ryan Billy Ryan puts his hands up to it Billy Ryan catches it brilliantly Billy Ryan off very well to Adrian Mullen offloads it in front of Darren Mullen Adrian Mullen he tries to bring it bright but that'll go marginally wide and Ambitious attempt out of Adrian Mullen here. Millie, um, Riley Ryan gave him the pass. Ambitious Mikey with the wind, Steve. Yeah. Kenny might have it. Yeah, it, it looks like they have definitely, Ronnie, from from up here. Uh, hard to know when you're on the pitch. But yeah. Uh, yeah, probably a bit ambitious. Billy Ryan did very well again. Down on top of Huey Lawn. Richie Reid breaks and breaks in the middle of the field to Darrow Donovan. He gets met by two Kilkenny men. Kilkenny hunting in packs for sure. Coughlin has a Cahill O'Neill. Cahill O'Neill wearing 12. He comes down the wing, gives it to Hegarty. Hegarty, the Kilkenny work rate is very evident in this opening few minutes. Mikey Butler 
on his own full back line. Gives a neat ball. Great touch by Richie Reid. Reid gives it to Donnelly. Donnelly goes to crossfield ball. Down that dangerous ball and Paddy Deegan. Paddy put the hurl to it. A miscommunication because Dermot Burns runs 10 steps. Gets away with it. Gives it to Keane Lynch. Keane Lynch back to Burns. Burns should put this over the bar. This will drop short. Maybe the wind. Maybe the wind is having a factor. A poor miss out of Dermot Burns. A let off for Kilkenny. Two minutes gone. One point. Kilkenny. No score Limerick. Yeah, good play by Limerick but uh, this finish wasn't great by Burns either that free or that one as well so Puck uh, out taken Mullen comes on to the end with their own Cody brilliantly picked up by Cody he turns to his left he has no hurl gives it into Mossy Mossy Keown turns to his right he's blocked down this should go out possibly for a 65 Tom Nicky Quaid does well Quaid gives it to the Barry Nash Nash wearing four gives it to 20 20 today is Colin Coughlin Coughlin down the wing loose pass out of the Limerick man Colin he looks a little bit laboured to me Huey Lawler does he well Huey Lawler looks to be fouled Huey Lawler was fouled and Derek Ling reasonably happy with Huey Lawler's contribution Michael the opening three minutes Kilkenny are hunting them down you have to be fair to them they are hunting them down is right and I, I you know but the changes before the match it, and uh, looking at the two warm-ups I just felt that Limerick were a bit lax and it certainly has come into play there that was a very poor ball by Colin Coughlin and uh, it was gobbled up by Hugh Lawler the Limerick touch was missing there Paul Kinnerk having a chat with Colin O'Neill Billy Drennan his first touch of the National League t- final 2023 the Alliance but six out on his own 65 Billy Drennan strikes that brilliantly Billy Drennan is off to a great start great three by Billy Drennan four minutes gone Kilkenny two points Limerick no score yeah, great start for him and uh, you know that's exactly what you would have wanted he's had a fabulous league and uh, this is the biggest day I suppose for him but definitely you know he's done very well there but Limerick sluggish so Kenny are not letting him settle and he's very well Hegarty has it he's blocked down brilliantly by Billy Drennan Billy Brennan Drennan does well blocked down as we said and Nadrian Mullen gives Billy Drennan a tap on the back to say well done Billy great work out here picture in excellent condition the facilities the occasion very very nice here in, in Parky Keeve the day reasonably good we had rain on the way down this was fine at the moment the pictures I said in excellent condition a slight breeze but reasonably mild as Limerick trying to go for a short line ball they go down long down to Peter Casey Casey and Mikey Butler Mikey looked as if he fouled him Mikey got away with it Casey doesn't get the free Limerick wouldn't be happy to Limerick probably outnumbering as Michael 10 to 1 with the crowd here today yeah, there's no question about that Ronnie but uh, uh, I don't think the referee saw it uh, definitely was a push but got away with it and now a line ball from Kenny. Mikey Butler tried to go long but it comes to Billy Ryan he's had a very bright opening 10 or 20 minutes down on top of Owen Cody and my Casey Cody tries to get out in front but Casey has it Casey's hunted down by Dread by Bill D or Billy D or Deegan Deegan has it or it comes to Huey Lotter back to Owen Cody Cody's been hunted down back to Paddy Deegan Paddy now gives it back to David Blanchfield long way out Blanchfield gives a great ball to Owen Cody Cody's out in front of Barry Nash it's Mossy Keown back to uh, Richie Reid Richie Reid off his left Richie Reid will put it over great score for Kilkenny great work by David Blanchfield great pass by Mossy Keown Kilkenny and he doing very well excellent and that was a really good score really well worked uh, from side to side and Kilkenny have started this game very very well Kilkenny starts a sharp poke out Richie Reid getting that point comes to, to the centre Darrow Donovan the centre field man he goes long in front of Galan Galan and Parik Welch Galan tries to pull out him the referee lets it off the Limerick supporters far from happy Galan looked as if he was fouled he got away with it Casey and Adrian Mullen Mullen catches it brilliantly Mullen had turned to his left he's hunted down Mullen does very well gives it to Donnelly Donnelly will go long this will be a great score if it goes over marginally wide and John Donnelly will be disappointed second wide for Kilkenny the Limerick supporters 
Walter's not happy, Mike. Yeah, that's <laughs> tough one to call there, Ronnie. But anyway, Kilkenny uh, got away with it again, and uh, they weren't happy. But a very, very good start from Kilkenny has really unnerved him, as you said. Very confident coming up here, but you just can't afford to lose too many key players. And uh, at the moment, they look under pressure here. Three Lawler goes up to the skies and comes down with it brilliantly. He goes away, leaves a lot of Limerick men sluggish. Flanagan, Billy Ryan has it again. He's fouled, or is he fouled? Paul DeWire says he's not. Hot ball. He was pushed in the back, it seems. The Limerick supporters, as we said, not entirely happy. Billy Ryan looked to be pushed in the back. Six minutes gone. Limerick no score. Kilkenny three points as we're brought by our proud sponsors. Willa Hearts, the home of Volkswagen in Kilkenny. The full range of Volkswagen vehicles at lahearts.ie. That's lahearts.volkswagen.ie. And Michael Welch, Kilkenny and Derek Ling would have to be very happy with the opening six minutes. Yeah, they certainly will be very, very happy. And they've been by far the better team. And, you know, a chance now to go four up, Ronnie. He's given four the free. Up, he's given the free. Pod the wire, the Palatine man. It's an indirect free. And Billy Drennan, he can't score from here. It's an indirect free. He tries to put it in front of Paddy Deegan. Paddy Deegan misses. And it goes over his head. Sean Finn. Sean Finn, the all-star. Sean Finn coming out. Sean Finn gets a neat ball to Mike Casey. Casey gives it out to Donovan. Donovan to Hegarty. Hegarty's on the far side. He's sluggish. But he hits it down long in front of Parik Welch. And Galan. Tommy Welch and Galan. Galan has it inside ball inside him it's a Point. poor wide a very very poor wide out of Galan but Jamie Flanagan was making a run and he could have given it to Flanagan yeah he should have passed that in Ronnie uh, but good defender by Kilkenny they stayed with him and they got the block in and uh, very good defender is that two wides Limerick two, two wides, wides for Limerick two wides for Kilkenny Parik yeah. Welsh gets the short buck out he drives it up to the heavens very high and down on top of Cahill O'Neill or uh, Coughlin Coughlin Colin Coughlin has it he gives it to Keane Lynch Keane Lynch Keane Lynch back in the hand pass to Mike Casey back to Colin, he's going to be blocked, he missed him down comes down to Flanagan and Tommy Welch Tommy jumps up on Flanagan, Tommy does well Flanagan has been hunted down, Canigan looks as if he was fouling him, Casey hasn't Casey tries to get inside him, and as I said the Limerick supporters, it was a little bit high, but again Tommy Welch seemed to be fouled before that. Yeah, I would agree Ronnie I thought that was a free out before, it was a free in but yes. uh, I would have no problem with that saying that and agree with that, uh, Limerick need a score to settle them and this should be the first one but uh, actually their inside line looks a little bit lively when they do get the ball in there and uh, Colin Cochran did well originally Keane Lynch hasn't been much in the game involved in that move as well but uh, this should be their first score to make it a three points to one game so just for our listeners to remind Kilkenny the Kilkenny full back line Mikey Butler Tommy Welch and Parig Welch it looks like Huey Lawler right half back uh, Richie Reid and David Blanchfield middle of the field Billy Ryan and Colin Connor Fogarty half iron line of Mullen uh, Donnelly and Deegan and an inside line of Drennan Mossy interesting moves for Billy Ryan to middle of the field it is yeah as Galan puts that over the bar he's first score of the game Limerick's first score of the game nine minutes gone as we said as the crowds certainly here are outnumbering the Kilkenny public longer drive for the Kilkenny people but at these opening nine minutes Kilkenny three points uh, Limerick one Owen Murphy takes a short ball goes long now goes down on top of uh, Mossy Mossy and Mike Casey Mossy puts his hurl to it maybe should have got his hand to it he tries to turn to his right he's gone inside Darrow Donovan Mossy's looking for help he gives it to Billy Ryan Billy Ryan on his left Billy miscues that ball a disappointing wide by Billy Ryan a poor wide by Billy he'll be disappointed uh, Mossy did well yeah Mossy did well and Billy will be because he's made a very very bright start to this game Sean that would have really added to it Sean Finn to Cahill O'Neill Cahill O'Neill uh, up the wing Cahill O'Neill has been hunted down Kilkenny certainly hunting in packs it doesn't matter as we said how many people you're missing if you're hunting them down no, now it comes it? to Billy Ryan Billy's first touch lets him down Keane Lynch and Billy Ryan Keane Lynch and Billy Billy does well he loses his leg picks it up brilliantly but the referee said 
said he picked it off the ground I'm not too sure as Keane Lynch gives him a shove in the back a bit of mess and Lynch tries to act the maggot and Billy Ryan needs a little bit of help unusual out of Keane Lynch to act the maggot or the yeah hurt. I don't think there's yeah. any need for it either yeah. it was a very good fair chase between two good players and Billy Ryan had done very well as again and uh, Lynch had done very well and there was I don't think there's any need for the afters but uh, it's a free in he did pick it off the ground it was right down in front of us unusual as we said to see Keane Lynch yeah. uh, resort to that yes, tactic yeah. does that mean they're a little bit concerned I'd say so yeah definitely they're, well they're meeting uh, they should have known this anyway yeah. they're, they're well Michael we met supporters soft here. Yeah. we met supporters yeah. before the game yeah. and were told us we were wasting our time they did indeed and they, they did we were rather surprised two, they said that in 2019 in Croke Park as well and, yeah. and they lost it. and maybe that attitude has filtered through because Maren Gillan is very hands on goes over the bar Gillan does well 10 minutes gone as Gillan puts his second one over for Limerick to Kenny 3 points Limerick 2 in a very very entertaining opening 12 minutes for Kilkenny for sure they're putting a fight up to Limerick we're not gone away and we're certainly competitive and that's all we can be as that breaks off the Limerick man the Limerick man is uh, Colin Coughlin and as I said Kilkenny went long that Keane Lynch starting to be a little bit voiceless and unusually so he is the captain of course because Hannon is missing John Dondi takes the line ball poor ball out of Dondi comes to Donovan two mistakes two turnovers by Kilkenny as Keane Lynch tries to take him on Keane Lynch gives a ball brilliantly caught by Donovan Donovan has gone inside he gives a ball back out to Coughlin Coughlin has her a Cahill O'Neill Cahill O'Neill is looking for help Cahill O'Neill gives the Flanagan dangerous child oh wide ball and again Limerick may be a little bit ambitious they were gunning for goal for sure Michael they surely were and it was a free, it was a whisker out and here's the support for Limerick they now have got a reaction but both things both times Kilkenny were rather turned over easily Mike yeah they were but uh, that was a huge chance there and uh, you know Flanagan probably should have scored it uh, got not know it in the end which is big here they come again here they come again Jeremy Burns has it Limerick starting to settle down after 12 minutes goes out to the sideline and Peter Casey has been hunted down by Blanchfield Casey comes in on his left Another he was there. held possibly he tries to come inside two or three but he gets away with it steps down and he's back on his half back free in there yeah, that was free in yeah. David Blanchfield and Pod or the wires Limerick settle in the wind picking up Michael John Kiley and Paul Canerk having words and certainly they're a little bit concerned but they sir, are uh, Limerick certain to maybe David Blanchfield has been incorrectly spoken to Conor Fogarty the same Paul the wires not sure who should go on the book Kilkenny had a very in the end yeah. yeah he did not he was unsure the Limerick supporters unsure they're trying to find Pod the wire can't find he may ring one of the guards on duty he can't find the man that had caused that free he doesn't have the beauty of the television camera playback it's a free in for Limerick Limerick now settled down 13 minutes gone Limerick as we said two points to the game Galan has the boat freeze Galan has his third free as we said the 30 inch hurl short version left handed 40 yards out on the far side of the north stand and he puts that over the bar to make it a draw game for here in Parky Keeve 12 minutes 13 minutes 3 points apiece Limerick and Kilkenny in an opening 13 minutes has been very bright Parik Welch takes the short puck out he gives it to Adrian Mullen Mullen needs to put his hurl to it he gets his hurl he's swallowed up by 3 Limerick men but he does brilliantly it comes to Tommy Welch to Tuller Road Tommy's coming down the field gives it out to Huey Lawler Huey Lawler gives it to Billy Wright Billy's on the 40 yard right Billy's coming in using his pace Billy looking for help gives it to Adrian Mullen Kilkenny running out of ideas being hunted down by Limerick
it Fogarty has it gives it back possession is vital Tommy Welch will go along down on top of Paddy Deegan and Burns Deegan is in front Burns tries to put his hand up to it Burns put his hand he bounces off of Donnelly they're happy with that he comes to Cochrane two hand passes basketball to call it in another sport he's hunted down now Kilkenny have it back and Kilkenny have a free in Kilkenny be happy Limerick very comfortable with these two or three quick hand passes Michael yeah they, they probably overdo it a bit yes. at times but uh, yeah, Burns was in trouble there the minute he slipped he had held on to it too much and uh, you know I think probably a fair enough decision and it'll be contested of course by the Limerick crowd but uh, you know Kenny needed this little break to just because uh, Limerick had got on top there in the last few minutes to make it a three points each guy actually very low scoring for the first 14 it's going 15 minutes now and a chance for Billy Drennan to put Kenny back in the lead Billy Drennan 65 metres out from the Blackhawk Rock end as we said the private in not sure has he the wind but certainly the elements might favour him a little bit looking at the flags Billy left handed strikes that very coolly and very notionally and over the bar great score by Billy Drennan to make it four points to Kilkenny Billy Drennan's second point of the day great score Billy Drennan Limerick looking for a short quick puck out Tom Mike uh, Nicky Quaid Nicky Quaid can't find a Limerick man that wants it he goes long he goes down on top of Fogarty Fogarty and Donovan Fogarty tries to break it down to Garrod Hegarty's on the far side Hegarty being hunted down by Billy Ryan gives a hand pass into Darrow Donovan Donovan now called being hunted by Blanchfield Blanchfield to Flanagan Flanagan has it in front of Tommy Welch Flanagan using his pace he's under 21 on the far side puts his head down tries to be go ambitiously looks like he goes off his left puts it over the bar best score of the game so far Jamie Flanagan great scored their first point from play yeah brilliant brilliant score very well worked again by Limerick and uh, just judging from that puck out there is a bit of a win there alright and I think they, they are playing into it but very well worked Hegarty being quite Lynch being quite just just bits and pieces from them but effective when they're on the ball great play by Kilkenny they're passing and their work rate is very good in his opening few minutes but so is the Limerick man Paddy Deegan looking for a free Mullen Adrian Mullen foul for sure he's now looking for foul twice and he was fouled twice at John Coyley not happy whatsoever with Cahill O'Neill as we are brought as I said by our proud sponsors the full thanks to the full range of Skoda vehicles at La Hart's, the home of Skoda in Kilkenny lahartskoda.ie we thank Dennis Lahart and family Michael Kilkenny hunting down will be happy and yes we do know Limerick are short a few key players however yeah, this, the is effort exactly, is this is exactly how I would thought the match would have panned out, uh, Ronnie and uh, Kilkenny right in there, and they will be right in there, I feel, as well. But uh, as you said, they really are hunting down well, working very hard, and uh, getting their rewards from that free. Billy Drennan on the 65. The last two he struck very well. He's hit the third one, and he has been immaculate on freeze at this stage. And as we said, has been all right all year. 265, the radar's on, the antenna is up. 16 minutes gone, five, minute, five points to Kilkenny, four. Four points to Limerick, sharp puck out. Burns has it, he goes low to Keenlidge. Keenlidge does very well in front of Huey Lawler. He gives a neat ball to Flanagan. Tommy Welch is marginally off him. Tommy loses the ball. Now it comes to uh, Cahill uh, O'Neill on the far side. Cahill O'Neill turns back to his left. He'll give it to Flanagan. Flanagan 65 yards out. Flanagan comes back to Dermot Burns. Burns will go along the wind. Mike Hatchet will go on top of Parik Welch. And Galan Parik Welch bats it down brilliantly to Mikey Butler. Galan did it, or Galan thought he would have it, but Mikey Butler can 
Cody seems to have the wind Owen Cody and Barry Nash Owen Cody does well but Nash does better Mike Casey has it Sean Finn very comfortable the full back line to Dan Morrissey Morrissey to Darrow Donovan crossfield ball to Shamey Flanagan Shamey 70 yards out now he's on the 65 he's going to run a Tommy Welch comes into his left the wind has it Parrish should have it no Galan has it Galan has it in front of goal goal chance for Limerick Barry Nash is up at the full forward line what's he doing goal! a goal but what's Barry the cornerback the cornerback got the goal a goal for Limerick the crossfield ball out of Shamey Flanagan Parrish Galan was caught in front of Parrish Welch but how did Parrish how did Nash come the whole way up I don't know he's been met by the Adrian Mullen on the way back with his shoulder but what a run from him and that's what they do they come from all over the place what a move though uh, Gillan did absolutely fantastic uh, he should have passed it the last time he did that time and a great finish great finish 1-4 to Limerick 5 points chance now the chance for Kilkenny but they're out a long way but how did Barry Nash end up there and get the goal is beyond us Michael because he came the whole length of the field to Limerick now in the driving seat 1-4 to 5 points Dan Morrissey gives it to Keane Lynch 7 or 8 hand passes not one strike with the hurl yet now it comes to Morrissey Morrissey hits it down low to Gillan Gillan has been followed by Butler Gillan looks like he's fouled that's a free there's a free in and a silly free yeah, on the sideline yeah. ridiculous free and Mikey Butler caught but that was it silly it might be in the right place he might that's find the only difficult thing. that's the only thing but it was ridiculous uh, There was uh, he was going nowhere really and uh, we're looking at the camera here Michael Gillan got that ball brilliantly yeah, did and really the goal well. but Barry Nash where did he come out of and as we said is some finish oh we'll be a bit disappointed yeah, he, he might be a little a bit little disappointed bit, yeah, yeah. he might be a little bit disappointed but Limerick have done well 19 minutes at Limerick 1-4 Kilkenny 5 points in a hugely entertaining game Gillan has had an influence 3 points from play and certainly made that goal and Nash what a goal from the corner back yes you heard us right the corner back the whole way up Gillan has a free on the sideline 24 metres out on the sideline Gillan goes low right. Gillan looks like he nearly yeah, hit the umpire it was a tough one and Mikey Mike, Butler was Mike, right Mikey credit yep <laughs> <laughs> 1 4 Limerick, 5 points to Kilkenny, as we said. Limerick now starting to maybe up the ante a little bit. The puck out, no Kilkenny man under the puck out. The break goes to Mossy or Owen Cody. Owen Cody being hunted by Nash. Nash and Adrian Mullen. Nash goes, gets the, the a head tackle. Adrian Mullen gets away with uh, Hegarty's back there. Back on his own corner, back line. Back on his own corner, back. Limerick now positions mean nothing, Michael, at this stage. No. Comes to Dan Morrissey. Dan Morrissey. Limerick now have settled in big time. Here goes Barry Nash. Or no, it's not. It's Colin Coughlin. Coughlin looks to give a crossfield ball to Peter Casey and Michael Butler. Mikey Butler's caught behind. Richie Reid is caught. Mike Casey has it. Oh, another, another Peter Casey. Peter Casey gives a kick pass out to Gillan. The Limerick public not entirely happy. This should go over to Carl O'Neill. Carl O'Neill is on his own. Kilkenny are at sixes and sevens. Wide and that's again, a though. poor wide. And John... Um, Kylie not happy he's asking nah, to settle very down poor decision there uh, that was a head high tackle on Casey now Kilkenny not winning much ball down in the full forward line now Michael no. there's 2-1 to one. we're outnumbered Limerick seem to have got their ante up here now it comes to O'Neill Kilkenny uh, retreating Donovan coming through the middle blown for a hand pass and Kilkenny lucky enough will get that free for this very uh, poor hand pass now calm Colin is struggling everything is not going so he's working fierce hard he's had a bad wide there and he was blown by the referee there who the Limerick supporters now, definitely won't be happy with Michael we'll be thankful of this free because yeah definitely I think that the inside line seemed to be outnumbered there seemed to be an extra Limerick back 
Yeah. Each time the ball breaks. Billy yeah. Drennan has a free. 60 metres. All his frees have been a long way out. Billy Drennan does superly well. Billy Drennan puts it over the bar. 21 minutes and Billy Drennan keeps the scoreboard ticking over for Kilkenny. Five points. Kilkenny 1-4. Should be six points. Yeah, Kilkenny. Yeah. Six points. Kilkenny 1-4 to Limerick. Uh, as we said today, of course, the lads will be on analysis at half time and uh, remind the country style foods and thank them for uh, Eddie and Shane will be in the studio for half time analysis and thanks to country style foods local food for local people and the boys will give their expert opinion at half time while we might enjoy a cup of tea and a sandwich line ball on the far side Garrod Hegarty will look for artillery to come he won't go long he'll try and go short he does a 10 yard pass to Keen Lynch Kilkenny should know this at this time bounced off and Mikey Butler Blanchfield has it he gives it to Richie Reid Richie off his left gives a blow ball to Drennan Drennan does well now it comes to Billy Ryan and Paddy Deegan Paddy Deegan says leave it to me Owen Cody's gone to far side but Adrian Mullen looked for it and Owen Cody was the man to give it to Dan Morris he intercepts the pass Jamie Flanagan's all on his own over here if Galan breaks it down he does try and break it down but breaks it down to Parik Welch Galan leaves it behind him Parik Welch struggles Galan turns to his left Parik Welch struggles and Galan puts it over the bar Parik will be disappointed because Galan shouldn't really have got that opportunity yeah it was a bad play out around here first off Kenny lost it around the middle of the third and uh, Limerick runs with like a str- uh, very strong with their full forward line yeah. Flanagan Galan in particular very very dangerous they're pulling the Kilkenny full back line all over the place both full forward lines maybe the Limerick one struggling but that option there Drennan does brilliantly catches gives it back to Paddy Deegan the options for Kilkenny the final pass is not working out the final pass is going back instead of going forward Richie Reid is going to go long but it's going to drop short or is it going to drop short it's going to drop short over the bar it doesn't drop short great score uh, Richie Reid yeah. brilliant point by Richie Reid trademark Richie Reid point six seven points Kilkenny 1-5 one, a one point game and two points for him uh, doing very very well at centre back at this stage very good score Dan Morrissey he's getting on a lot of ball for a full back there's a man gone down the far side Kilkenny not picking up their men the man on the far side is Darrow O'Donovan he gives a quick ball to Flanagan and Tommy Welch Flanagan Tommy Welch does well Flanagan Tommy Welch has it Tommy needs to lose Peter Casey Tommy Welch and Flanagan Tommy Welch and Casey he's oh. hunted down got away with it Donnelly's under this and Burns Donnelly lets it break but so does the 18 today that's Mike Casey Mike Casey gives a hand pass to Dan Morrissey the Limerick full back line for me Michael are getting way too much handy Casey's ball there's a man down on the far side is there a Kilkenny man involved we're not sure the Limerick public are not happy on the far side yeah, that could be trouble there if that's that knee again from Casey I don't know what he went down for I didn't see it but uh, the Limerick will be hoping they don't lose another player early, this early in the game uh, he's, he's definitely looks in a bit of bother over there anyway 1-7 to Kilkenny 1-5 to Limerick 7 points a 1 point game that goal from Barry Nash after 18 minutes being a huge turning point in this game Paul Dwyer's having a word with Adrian Mullen a little bit of niggle going on we can't catch it on the television in front of us Tina G of course doing the game live there have the cameras in front of us as Mike Casey is down Kilkenny yeah. as we said have hunted down started very well in the open uh, seven or eight minutes Mike would Limerick have settled in yeah they have indeed uh, Kilkenny took a three point lead and uh, Limerick have, have you know answered that and it's been tit for that uh, I suppose Limerick have had most of the play they've had five wides as well Kilkenny have had three as well so the goal has been the big yeah Mike can I be a little bit critical inside we're not the ball is not sticking inside the full forward it line it definitely isn't no is Limerick, it going in enough I'm not sure either yeah I'm not I'm not sure it's going in quick enough it, quick know, enough well yeah, sorry yeah, that gives me a chance to, now you've yeah, said it yeah. is it going in quick enough because it's coming out and there's a Limerick man 
were two, three or four coming out with it. Definitely all the time. And yeah. one of them got a goal. Yeah. <laughs> so that full forward line, I think, need a little bit more of that ball to stick. A free for Dermot Burns on the 65, a yard in from the sideline on the north stand. We're here in the in the south stand as we know it here in Parky Keeve. Dermot Burns, trademark. Dermot Burns puts it over the bar. Great score by Dermot Burns. 26 minutes on the clock. It's Limerick 1-6 and Kilkenny 7 points as Dermot Burns puts that over the scoreboard attendance here in Parky Heave. They're expecting 20,000 to tell us. We're not sure what's down underneath us. Poor ball by Mikey Well, Butler gets away with it to give it to John Donnelly. Donnelly hunted down by three. Will Limerick man gives it to Foggy. Fogarty. Now he's blown uh, John Donnelly for a foul uh, hand pass, and there we go, one each. Yeah, and that's probably trademark the referees. They have to watch what's going on, and that hand pass, as we know. Uh, Galana even bothering to come out Burns is going to take this again so he's straight our in with the last one this is a bit more central and the chance of putting three points ahead Michael we've been overturned in last possession yeah, easily well, possible the ball that was given out there you have no chance with that and yeah. uh, these fellas they just they're just like they're swarming Ferris can have done very well at that today as well but they just swarm you every time yeah now Dermot Burns has a chance to get his t- second or third point not sure 65 right in front of the goal Dermot Burns missed the first one of the day seems to be playing into whatever breeze might be there Dermot Burns strikes it low and hard and it goes over the bar and Dermot Burns gets seized two two points yeah. one seven to Limerick 26 minutes on the clock one seven Limerick seven points to Kilkenny as we said Kilkenny playing with whatever breeze had a very opening good opening few minutes but now Parik Welch takes the shot puck out he tries to take on Galan goes left down on top of Mossy and John Donnelly Donnelly loses the catch but Owen Cody's out in front of Sean Finn Owen Cody it's not it's Mossy wearing the green helmet Mossy going backwards Mossy trying to hit a crossfield ball a dangerous ball how it worked out to Paddy Deegan Paddy loses the first touch but Huey Lawler is over at left half back Kilkenny running out ideas they're running from right left and centre Adrian Mullen goes long this will be a brilliant score if it goes up over the umpire said it does score of the day Adrian Mullen it's certainly Kilkenny score of the day yeah. great score Adrian absolutely Mullen. brilliant score and he's doing very very well on his first day back I thought he might find it a bit of a difficult but no absolutely the opposite he's been brilliant Short puck out four passes comes to Dan Morrissey Dan Morrissey the full back he goes long down to the corner to Flanagan Flanagan's out in front of Tommy Welch Tommy tries to little rival flick Tommy tries to shadow him Tommy tries to shadow him comes back to Cockler to O'Neill back to Barry Nash Barry Nash has gone up the field again he's already got a goal he's now put a point over and Barry Nash is coming up from corner back Michael Welch and somebody needs to know somebody what's going on somebody needs to know what's going on Barry, Barry right. Nash nobody's following him yeah. and they have to follow him out the field otherwise he'll do that 1-1 one, one for the cornerback I know who he's marking but I'm not going to say it 1-8 take a Limerick 8 points at as Adrian Mullen is hunted down Flanagan has it gives it back to Donovan Donovan gives a roar Mullen does well gives it to Fogarty Fogarty to Huey Lawler Lawler's turning up on the far side Darrow Donovan chases him down now Adrian Mullen it bounce off and Mullen does well Donovan Mullen hits it off his left the last point was a great score this will hang in the air no. no go to Nicky Quaid Nicky Quaid will go back out to Dermot Burns Kilkenny as I said no such thing as position gives a brilliant ball but Foggy's there he looked as if he's fouled Keen Lynch is in front of Richie Reid Lynch his first touch is excellent Donnelly turns him over turns him over brilliantly and Kilkenny seemed to be disappointed as Paul DeWire said that was a free and I'm not sure how Kilkenny gave that free away as Hegarty and Limerick now
starting to get into the game starting but again Mikey the quality I, I, of ball I, I, coming out is yeah, too soft yeah, isn't it? it is too soft yeah but I, I think actually Hegarty and Keane Lynch haven't been massively in this game which is a bit of a worry because you know Lynch lost that ball there actually and uh, he did well to win it back then and win the free but he hasn't certainly been anywhere near his, his free flow and best but then other lads just step in and, and you know this could put them four points up after giving Kilkenny a three point start Dermot Burns going for his third point he's scored 12 points in the National League so far Dermot Burns he's now 65 metres out right in front of the goal hitting in as we said into the city end of Cork City and Burns has got two already Glimrick settling down 1-8 on the scoreboard already Kilkenny 8 points and Dermot Burns will bend Dermot Burns will strike he'll go low traditioning it'll hang and it'll go over the bar Dermot Burns and Barry Nash a lot of the backs turning up with scores Michael yeah, Welch 1-4 1-4 <laughs> from their backs 1-9 their half hour line hasn't scored yet you know so Kilkenny need to win a puck out they need the next score and the next score needs to be a big score yeah Paddy um, dropping deep now to try and get a foothold I'd say now Barry Nash and Mossy Keown Mossy Keown goes up and the ball breaks the ball breaks a Barry Nash Nash in his opening few minutes has been excellent he's gone up the field again he loses the touch it's turned over by Kilkenny man line ball for well, Limerick it should decision. be the umpire line's wrong decision, wrong, no, yeah, wrong yeah, decision. Yeah. line ball for Limerick and that's correct and right yeah. we know that and Larry Gling knows that it's a line ball the linesman got it wrong 1-9 to Limerick 30 minutes on the clock 8 points to Kilkenny a 4 point game in a game that's as we said has had been bright an opening for Kilkenny but since the 12th minute Limerick have settled down and Limerick now going short Lynch puts one hand stick to it Richie Reid Richie Reid is happy and so is Hegarty Hegarty comes in tries to tap it he does brilliantly Hegarty he's charging surely now tries to give a hand pass blown for steps and rightly so and Hegarty comes in and John Donnelly and Casey and very good sportsmanship shown by all sets of players there was a little bit of helmet pulling as Billy Drennan comes a long long way to take this free he's been on airing Michael Welch but this is his biggest free so far yeah and uh, obviously with the win advantage great play by Kilkenny by the way they really swarmed around Hegarty there didn't give him any freedom and uh, in fairness the referee uh, judged he had overcarried the ball so this will be a nice score if he can get it it's a long way out as you say and, uh, but great play by them to win the free great play as Tommy Tipper we believe is listening in in the room and then he wants to join him but has Billy Drennan this will drop short and it'll drop he hit it differently Michael towards his last freeze yeah. he'd dropped it up in the air that's gone wide that's force it a bit I'd say yeah, yeah. yeah. four wides Kilkenny six yeah. wides Limerick possibly five, five yeah. to four five to four Nicky Quaid goes short just outside the foot 21 gives it to Burns Burns and Mike Casey Mike Casey's up wearing the blue boots it's not it's Sean Finn he gives the ball down in front of Parik Welch and Galan huge amount of room in front of Galan Galan is in front of Parik Welch Galan gives the ball into the middle to Hegarty Hegarty tries to take on Donnelly he gives it to Paddy Deegan Paddy goes long this will be a great score because he smashed that it, it does a great score Paddy Deegan we needed that we do certainly have the win Michael Welch and that was a great score of the Paddy yeah really good score by him because he struggled in the game so far but he certainly has got, he has dropped that bit deeper uh, saw yes. Derek, I saw Derek talking to him and he has dropped that bit deeper and that will bring him into the game but brilliant score 1-9 to Limerick 9 points to Kilkenny 1-9 to 9 Kilkenny now it comes to Coughlin again Coughlin hits this over the bar this is a great score by Colin Coughlin on the sideline 
brilliant score and Kilkenny and John Kiley very happy with Coughlin Kilkenny starting to maybe getting a bit laboured Limerick certainly starting to drive on a little bit Michael Billy Ryan gone in full forward Drennan gone out now Kilkenny have went in with Billy Ryan gone inside and Mossy Keown changes on the Kilkenny team Donnelly gone out I think Cody I, gone out yeah, and the ref has been very very kind to Kilkenny there as well I felt that was just a challenge by the Limerick players normally they wouldn't be blowing that but he's given the free and Omar Murphy's coming to take it but a great score by Coughlin and they're not shit you have to track these players and uh, just it wasn't tracked and as you said this backline has scored more than the forwards yeah the buck the Limerick backs 110 to Limerick 9 points and we brought by our proud sponsor the full range La Hearts, the full range of commercial vehicles at La Hearts, the home of Volkswagen in Kilkenny Owen Murphy will go along it'll hand on the edge of the square Nicky Quaid does well 1, 2, 3, 4 5 steps got a lot of steps he comes out to Colin Coughlin Kilkenny not picking up their men oh. loses an over ambitious ball out of the, the Limerick man Paddy Deegan to take him on Paddy needs help gives the ball to Owen Cody Cody gives it to Adrian Mullen Mullen looking to go inside maybe overplays the ball Mullen gives it to Billy to Deegan Deegan's under 21 come back to Owen Cody Kilkenny trying to force a goal they need a score they got a score gone over the bar they needed a score Michael trying to force a goal but got a great score out of Owen Cody yeah. Kenny and again points. he needed that as well it's good to see that uh, Deegan and uh, Cody coming into the game now because Paddy Deegan did very well there again and uh, Cody needed that score it's his first uh, one of the game and uh, you know we need those players in the game but good score and very well worked as well Michael we're allowing Limerick to take the short puck out we're sitting off them now Burns goes long down on top of Huey Lawner he goes up but he doesn't come down with the ball the ball breaks there's a schmozzle Galan is there Mikey Butler's there he needs to kick it out because the Limerick man Lawler has it Lawler loses it but some because the Limerick man is there Lawler's on the ground still there's three Kilkenny men three Limerick men the Limerick man that wins it is Darrow Donovan he snapped that and Donovan has gone high in the air it's gone hanging in the air oh, it's gone over score. the bar. he snapped at that that I don't and it didn't look that he meant I it. think so yep. I didn't think he meant that I thought it was going to drop short but it, it held on and a very very good score 4 point lead One eleven to Limerick 10 points to Kilkenny as we said Kilkenny many have most of their players Limerick down a number of irregulars remember there's been Hannon and Kyle Hayes to 2 now Kilkenny Mossy has it Mossy going backwards give it to Adrian Mullen he turns in and he's left the ball goes in and he's left but that'll hang when it'll hang wide it'll hang wide and gone wide another wide for Kilkenny 5 Wides, Kilkenny possibly yeah, level now level on Wides and, and Kilkenny just on half time as well just on One half minute and half uh, additional time so Huey Lawler yeah, now no. picking up Hegarty's a lot of lads swapping players there, there is yeah well they're trying to follow their men Mullen or Richie Reid follies Hegarty they're making the run Coughlin is out in the start it's Cahill O'Neill in front of Blanchfield that's that's Cahill O'Neill the hand is up Cahill O'Neill does well turns in on his right throws a knee the free great score by Cahill O'Neill and Eddie Scally mentioned how strong Cahill O'Neill was and that's a great score One twenty. 12 to Limerick 10 points to Kilkenny starting to have a little bit of daylight Kilkenny need a reaction and need it quickly Mike that's ah, brilliant score he's worked so hard and you know another lad we put off he gave away a free he missed a point but he certainly stayed at it Huey Lawler hunted down three Kilkenny loses the hurl gets away Mikey Butler has it Mikey will give it to David Blanchfield it goes across to Richie Reid on the far side Richie goes low to Connor Fogarty he's in the middle of the feed he give it back to Richie Reid Richie tried to hit it off his left he's hunted down it's in front of Owen Cody and Nash Cody was Nash was fouling him and Nash gets away with it now it comes to Dan Morrissey back to Barry Nash this full back line for Limerick are so cool so organised and so good Michael it's hard to believe that they're on so much ball now it comes to Dara to uh, Donovan Donovan Dara Donovan on the far side he goes down to space and Galan is all on his own Galan is on the 21 Galan will turn and jink to his right makes it ladder look rather easy 
I don't know where the Kilkenny markers were and we're in a little bit of spotter Michael Great score unbelievable score brilliant play by the Limerick backs again fantastic work never panics on the ball just use it very well and this is the last play in a six point lead after giving Kilkenny a three point start six point lead here in the Alliance National League final Limerick after a very slow opening 12 minutes have settled into the game their half back line and in particular their full back line have come in to a lot of the game Barry Nash's goal being the huge difference of course but certainly up front their full forward line are asking questions but all over the field Michael the Limerick men seem to be first to every ball after those 12 minutes seem to be very comfortable and we are in a spot a little bother aren't we? Yeah well as I said it was three, after 10 minutes I don't think they had a score on the board and now suddenly 25 minutes later they're one thirteen, and they are creating fierce space up front their movement inside from Flanagan and Gillan is just unbelievable and they're using the ball very well and I still think a lot of their main players like Geroad Hegarty and Keenlidge have hardly been in the game that much but uh, others are really standing up their backs are outstanding and you know they've conceded you know very little to the Kenny forwards either from playing Adrian Mullen probably the only one to be making any impression so far Michael the Lim- we spoke about the Limerick and the number of people they're short we spoke about the Hannans and the Kyle Hayes yep it looks like at this stage they do have a very comfortable 20 players that can slot in rather easily they look very comfortable we seem to be just a little bit off yeah and uh, that's a fair point you know I I would have felt uh, before the match with the likes of Hannon and Hayes or Hannon Hayes Willow Donahue and Tom Morrissey I would look on on them as four of the best players in the country and uh, I would have felt that maybe when they're not playing it would really be a a huge thing in the game and it seemed to be that way early in the game but they have settled and you know I heard Eddie talking about Colin Coughlin Colin Coughlin I know myself from coming up Cotton O'Neill they're huge players whether they were ready for a match like this I wasn't sure but they have taken to it like a duck to water and Dan Morrissey probably one of them he's very underrated anyway but they have settled very very well Limerick and uh, they need to start the second half well they need to start the very start well Michael goal chances we talk about goal chances we didn't threaten Nicky not, Quaid, did not, we? No, not a bit no, that's no. the disappointment for me yeah well they're playing so deep Ronnie it's hard to because yeah. Paddy Deegan basically hadn't been in the game for whatever length of time but I saw Derek Ling talking to him he dropped that bit deeper got that great point and he set up the next one but yeah he's having to cover some amount of ground and so is Adrian Mullen and you'd wonder how long he, he could continue for and you'd wonder now when we see TJ Reid as well he may come on now you wouldn't know yeah well of course here we are in Parky Keeve as we said here in the Alliance National League final Limerick doing all the hurling in the last 20 minutes it's Limerick 1-13 Kilkenny 10 points we'll go back to the boys in the studio Shane and Eddie he can dissect that first half see what he come up with and with thanks to our, our friends in country style foods uh, local food for local people but it's all Limerick they'll go in the happier the questions will be asked in the Kilkenny dressing room and we need answers and we need them quick yeah that's a fair point KCLR Live Sport The Allianz Hurling League Division 1 Final Kilkenny versus Limerick With thanks to the full range of Skoda vehicles at La Hearts, the home of Skoda in Kilkenny Skoda.ie. Podcasts on KCLR, Scoreline Extra, weekly sport interview highlights and bonus content. It is a numbers game. There's a small number of hurling promoting clubs in Carlow, like no one can deny that. Um, you know, the involvement of the Kilkenny League for, um, you know, adult hurling and underage hurling is great. Like um, our, our minor hurling team actually won the Kilkenny uh, League uh, this 2022 Ryan, Ryan C and you know it was great for their development uh, you know the standard of, of teams are playing against and it just ups their skill level so 
Um, and the standard of hurling in Carlo is very strong. It's, it's just a numbers game. Like with, with so few clubs, it's hard to bring that to uh, county level then. Podcasts on KCLR. Available now wherever you get your podcasts. Download and discover today for free. The Allianz Hurling League on KCLR. Kilkenny versus Limerick halftime analysis with thanks to Country Style Foods, local food for local people. Welcome back into the studio. It's myself, Shane O'Keefe and Eddie Scally in here. Just before we went to that game, lads, thanks for all the rubbishing of the other Leinster teams. We'll see how you get on today. That's coming from Matt in Leash, no doubt. Upset about our discussion about Kilkenny and Leash, but Kilkenny seem don't, don't seem to be faring fairly well after the opening 10 minutes. Yeah, I think everybody in Leinster can still be worried about Limerick. Uh, I think that, that's what I'd be taking out of that I most certainly didn't rubbish any teams in, in, in Leinster anyway in my opinion I said that I thought Dublin I expected more from Dublin in Leinster Championship I expected them to step up and you would be expecting Kilkenny to beat Leash and they did so um, def- definitely would have meant no offence anyway to anybody but sure look we'll take the game that we're looking at here um, I'd said it I knew the lads I'd said that to before and the lads were you know there was a bit of a pep in the step because of a couple of the players that were missing for Limerick today but you know this is Ronnie is after alluding to it there now as well Limerick it's clear as day now Limerick have a panel of 20 plus players that are able to slot in and slot out um, that's been a frightening first half um, just on a stat that I was looking at earlier in the week Limerick scored a goal in 16 points in the second half against Tipperary if you watch Limerick this year in the league they've been a second half team mm. an awful lot if that's the play out today uh, this could get very ugly for Kilkenny so they're going to have to they're going to have to make a couple of changes I think immediately that goes without saying because they have to stem the flow here and then the second thing that Limerick have been doing brilliantly is their backs getting on the scoreboard Dermot Burns after weighing in with three points Barry Nash after getting a goal and a point and Colin Coughlin from centre backs after getting a point but for Barry Nash's goal he's ghosted from corner back the whole way down the field any team I'm involved with I always say to them about forwards forwards don't like to defend forwards <coughs> by their nature they like to attack and they're like you think about even when you're playing soccer yourself Shane or whatever you're playing up front you've no interest in chasing back after fellas and doing the donkey work you want to be getting the scores but unfortunately I was the donkey anyway <laughs> but what you found here is Barry Nash has allowed himself to drift forward he ended up being corner forward scoring a goal Um it was a good finish Owen will be disappointed it beat him on his near post but it was still a good strike but he goes at the whole length of the park and he had the freedom of the park to do it and he got a point then pretty soon afterwards so you know our corner forwards Limerick Kilkenny are going to have to go man for man in the in the forwards so if if it's Billy's or Owen's or Mossy's man that's gone drifting you have to follow him meanwhile if you look at the Limerick side Garrod Hegarty hasn't had a score from play Keane Lynch hasn't had a score from play like that's that's a very good indictment to the Kilkenny half back line I think they've been very good Richie Reid Hugh Lawler and David Blanchfield they've all done very well Richie's moved to centre back Hugh Lawler has gone to wing back and I think the three of them have done quite well but unfortunately what's happening is the three boys are being forced to man-mark the three men in the half-forward line. But if you watch, they're being drawn away. And what's happening is they're leaving massive space Gaps. in front of the full-back line. And they're in the full-forward line. Seamus Flanagan has a point. Aaron Galan is 5-2 from play, I think it was. But they're so exposed inside. I mean, Galan, the last score Galan, or the second last score Galan got, he caught a ball. There was definitely 60 yards of field in front of him with no one in it. Caught the ball and turned and he just drifted and, and struck it over his shoulder. So I think that's something that Kilkenny are going to have to work on very quickly. They're going to have to have somebody protecting their full back line, number one. And number two is, Kilkenny have decided the tactic today was to literally let Limerick have the short puck out. Yeah. But Limerick's full back line are all able to deliver a huge long ball into a full forward line. So if they're going to, if they're going to limit them and 
say, right, let the full back line have it. That's fair enough. But we can't allow their half back line then get the possession of the ball because you've got the likes of Jeremy Burns who'll drive a ball the whole length of a field and they are being exposed. I think that's the line where we're getting caught the most is our own full back line, unfortunately. Inside in the forwards, you know, there's been a good few players coming in now again. Paddy Deegan has dropped back a little bit into the midfield area. Yeah, Michael was sent Eric Ling was he noticed Eric Ling kind of having a word with him and that's where he got that uh, great score from inside his own 65. Yeah, like that was a fantastic strike. It, you know, he was between the 65 and his own 45. It was a massive, massive hit. But that's probably where he's going to start in the second half he's going to end up sitting in that area there to prevent Limerick getting that clean ball into their full forward line make them work it a bit harder and the forwards themselves you know they're not getting on enough ball Kilkenny have a strong subs bench there they're going to have to probably give a few of these lads a bit of a spin out there I would like to see TJ Reid coming into it Derek probably not going to panic and bring TJ but I would like to see him going in there I think if anything he'd give the team a bit of a lift uh, Garrow done as well I think he might offer something in the full forward line the lads are working hard like it's, it's frightening my fear here is just watching Limerick it's how awesome they are like we're sitting here and we're talking about the game we're analysing it Peter Casey hasn't got a score in this game Keane Lynch hasn't got a score in this game Garrod Hegarty hasn't got a score if you told me that before the game that none of them would have a score at half time and that, that, that Kilkenny would be losing by six points. six points I'd have told you no way you know we, we're, we're well in this what happened in the in the opening 10 minutes because me and you were kind of looking at each other going oh something's happening here Kilkenny go three up but then Limerick just go down the other end get three unanswered points then and then you're looking at four apiece before Limerick start punting them away what happened in the only in 10 minutes and why wasn't that sustained what were Limerick doing wrong what were Kilkenny doing right yeah but look I suppose Kilkenny's work rate in the first 10 minutes they were hunting in packs you're not going to be able to keep that up for, for 70 minutes of any game but they went in with a really high intensity they wanted to get in their faces and fire bodies in front of everything and they did it and they did it really really well like they were on a Trojan amount of ball they got scores quite early won a few frees on, uh, Billy Drennan was flawless as always from the frees Richie Reid got a gorgeous score like it was all Kilkenny for the first 10 or 11 minutes what happened then was Limerick started getting a bit of a stranglehold in the game they started using the possession a little bit better they got a couple of soft frees um, I'm not going to say the referee was given soft frees left right and centre he hasn't been he's been doing quite well if anything you know Kilkenny people watching the game on the t- on TG Car and, and listening to the commentary they'll know I'm, I'm, I'm not mistaken in this like if anything he's been a bit softer on Kilkenny uh, I'd say Limerick could feel that they're getting a little bit less of the, the bounce of the ball but that first 10 minutes Kilkenny looked very good they were moving it well but I think it was more Limerick weren't up to the pace of the game it took them a few minutes to get going but there's only 6 points in it like I mean Kilkenny come out and get the first goal. Yeah, six points against Limerick, though. Yeah, look, six points in hurling is nothing. It's it genuinely. It's all about getting a run. If Kilkenny can get a couple of scores, give themselves a bit of a lift. You know, they're 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 by no means out of this game. Like Kilkenny have been very strong in second halves of the game. The, the Cork game, the last day, did a brilliant second half. So it's it's well within them to do it. Um, the, the frightening thing you have with Limerick is you just don't know what what end to them they are. They're being tested a little bit. I think. Kilkenny have given Limerick a bit of a a, a, a tussle today like where, where I would have found earlier in the year that Limerick were in third gear they're not in third gear here today you see Keane Lynch getting animated twice he's after going kind of pushing lads off the ball and, and, and looking to kind of brawl that's not his style he's obviously getting frustrated because he's been marmarked maybe by Richie Reid and he's not getting a whole lot of love there and he's, he, he, you know, he doesn't like that Garrod Hegarty is another one like I think if you get up in Limerick's faces you could test their discipline a small bit and it, if, it, it could get raggedy for them as well but Kilkenny just need to stick with this they're only six points down genuinely 
cut out the supply into that full forward line which is easier said than done I know but that really has to be the first port of call to stop that we'll, we'll plug the holes where, where the water's getting in that's the biggest area that needs to be done their half back line Kilkenny's half back line are performing quite well Connor Fogarty needs to come into the game he's you know he started well but he's drifted out of the game Paddy Deegan obviously the switch was made and Billy Ryan went to midfield started really well as well Billy Ryan and you know it they just need to get themselves into it it's not simple you won't hear David Blanchfield's name too often or Hughes or Richie Reeds because they're marking their men and if we're not hearing their names they're doing their job Uh, talking uh, about there was a goal chance obviously for Seamus Flanagan uh, earlier on Um, he was near the sideline kind of just not near the sideline near the edge of the goal and uh, burst it wide that was the first kind of sentiment that Limerick were coming back into it then they got a goal then it looked like Kilkenny were chasing a goal as well with the, their final point of the half coming from Richie or own Cody getting it I believe as well do you think Kilkenny are going to try and force going for goals now? I suppose they, they did there just before half time they were looking at it saying you know you know, you know we need this um, you know we need this score if you got a goal just before half time it'd be a great score the, the first chance for Limerick it was a really good move. It dropped. I can't, you know, Flanagan just pulled on it on the ground, ground struck it and out wide. Can't understand why he didn't flick that up into his hand. If he had done that, you know, we were in big trouble. He didn't. He drove it wide. Their goal themselves, as I said, where it came from at Barry Nash. Kilkenny, they're looking at the scoreboard for seven points down. They're thinking, right, we can get a goal here and bring ourselves right back into it. They did work it well, but they may have probably overdone it a small bit. There was... Limerick backs were dropping everywhere there was eight people in front of them when they got the point in the end and Owen Cody to be fair he had a really quiet first half it was a nice way for him to finish the first half it was a really good score from a tight angle he drilled it over the bar but you have to remember as well if we were rating the Kilkenny team out of 10 there's probably three players maybe that are above 7 in that first half performance so there's a lot more in these Kilkenny lads we know that but but Limerick are they are awesome you have to completely respect how, how strong that Limerick team is but I, I, I maybe I'm mad I genuinely don't think this game is over yet I think the first 10 minutes of the second half will define how this game is going to go if Kilkenny can come out of the blocks firing get a couple of scores you know ask a few questions to Limerick then we're in for a, a humdinger of a game if it goes the other way as I said it could get ugly like Limerick come out tear into us here and, and, and it could pull away from us very very quickly so this first 10 minutes is massive uh, we got a message in there saying that the, the, the placement of players amongst the team just seems completely wrong the, the placement of the Kilkenny players I presume yeah, yeah it's it, like it's it, again if there was a few positional changes as well from the start lineup. but Billy Ryan at midfield I haven't seen this before he's obviously something that they've tried uh, in training Billy Ryan at midfield Hugh Lawler has been moved out to wing back you know I suppose that texture is probably wondering why Hugh Lawler's not in the full back line maybe and Porrick Welch is out on the half back line you know so like I can see the point 100% I can see the point but you know we're not in the in, in, in the camp you know with training we don't know what way it's going personally I'd have, I'd have Hugh Lawler in the full back line myself but it's, it's you know it's easy to say that it's, he's been set up I'd say maybe to man mark one of the lads in the in the Limerick half forward and perhaps Garrod Hegarty so if you, you know on that basis if that was the target there to, to, to quieten the Limerick half forward line which would be their most dangerous line Derek's getting this right there's there's one point supplied by them but but I definitely the texture is, is 100% right some of the position some of the position in the calls Billy Ryan at midfield Hugh Lawler you know kind of at wing back it's 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 a little bit left to centre but I, I think in general in most of the positions they're probably in the right places and finally before we hand back to Parky Cueve in you mentioned TJ Ree coming on you mentioned Garoy Dunn coming on would you expect them to come on now or a bit later in the half? 
I think there needs to be some changes um, now. Uh, definitely, I think there does. Yeah, yeah, you'd have to get some type of. They're going to have to try and get some hold in midfield. Um, there is a change already straight away. I think King Kenny is coming on in midfield, so they're obviously tuning into KCLR. We better hand back to the boys there. <laughs> hand back to the boys. The Allianz Hurling League on KCLR. Kilkenny versus Limerick half time analysis with thanks to Country Style Foods, local food for local people. Yes, we're going to go back into two time All Ireland winner Adrian Ronnie Ronan and two time All Ireland winner Michael Walsh. KCLR Live Sport. The Allianz Hurling League Division 1 final. Kilkenny versus Limerick. With thanks to the full range of commercial vehicles at La Hartz, the home of Volkswagen in Kilkenny. LaHartzVolkswagen.ie and welcome back to Parky Keeve. 17,243 people paid members a change on the Kilkenny team. Keen Kenny is on. Keen Kenny is on for John Donnelly, it seems, in the middle of the field. Michael, not name dropping, but I was talking to the great Marty Morrissey there at tea time, or at our tea time and lunchtime there. And again, he questioned today, not taken from the venue, but the fact that it wasn't played in Torless last night, first of all. Uh, you know, this league final has been shared with the National Football Championship match and the people and respective people the media people people are saying that both full forward line one full forward line is struggling the other full forward line is flying it yeah that's the difference and uh, it's as I said to you yesterday it's the quality of ball going in is, is the big difference and uh, you know the movement as well so as I said look uh, this is six points there's nothing in the game of hurling but it needs to be uh, it needs to be a good start I think Michael Kenny Billy Ryan got into the full forward line Billy Ryan on Cody inside yeah. or not on Cody Massey so yeah. Keane Kenny's gone centre forward yeah. Morrissey's come out with him and half forward line of Keane Kenny Billy Drennan Adrian Mullen Four. and uh, on Cody four yeah. and a half forward line two in the full forward line the two in the full forward line is Massey Keown and Billy Ryan as Paul Dwyer throws the ball in One thirteen Limerick 10 points to Kilkenny Kilkenny need a reaction they need it quickly and fast in the opening 10 minutes I suppose because the Kilimrick have been excellent and Owen Cody trying to force a, a play here comes down to uh, David Blanchfield David Blanchfield turns back into Adrian Mullen Mullen has done very well Mullen puts this over the bar great reaction great response Michael Kenny and Adrian Mullen has been one of the better players Mikey oh, he's been our best player in my view brilliant display by him coming back off the injury and exactly what Kenny needed a very good start and a, a five point game five point game Adrian and Mullen Morris puts over on the, here as well. and, um, Tom Morris he's on for Limerick there in 23 on Richie Reid his first reaction it's gone as it doesn't it's matter a free, it's, a free. it's a free in as Colin O'Neill has gone off here yeah Colin O'Neill has gone off yeah a bit surprised at that but anyway oh, no he's not he's out midfield here Barry Murphy's gone off Barry Murphy's gone off and that's no surprise because yeah. we didn't even mention Barry no, Murphy no, yeah. Colin O'Neill has gone to middle of the field Keen Kenny trying to bring out um, Dan, Dan Morrissey. Morrissey yeah well what they've done is they've dropped Keen Kenny deep Billy Drennan is playing as a, an extra half forward and they're trying to get on more ball I'd say in that area because they were being absolutely hammered but, but it's not bothering, bothering Barry Nash he's no, not following he's him now Galan is 60 no he's not he's 45 metres out 10 in metres in from the sideline Gillan as we said 5 points scored already 3 from freeze 2 from play Gillan put this over the bar yes he does Gillan no, it's wide is it no, it's over, oh, it's over the bar yeah, it's over the bar 1 uh, point another point for Aaron Gillan 1-14 to Limerick and 11 points to Kilkenny as the scoreboard man it's a ladder slow 1-14 Limerick they're reacted sharp puck out taken Parik Welch put under pressure Keen Kenny, his first touch, gives a neat hand pass to Mikey Butler. Mikey gives a, a low ball into a two-man full forward line of Mossy Keown. He comes out a long way. Mossy gives it out to the Paddy Deegan. Paddy Deegan turns to his left. This will be ambitious and slow out of Paddy. Paddy not having his best afternoon, possibly. Now, uh, Hegarty said, 
wide pull. Got away with that. And the right man nah, is that. That's going to be a car yeah. there. That was a that was a pull there. If, if the Limerick lad did it, yeah, the got man is, the man is going to be in trouble. His own Cody Column yeah, Lines. The linesman says that there's a little bit of a slap. Yeah, and nothing yeah. too sinister. Hegarty didn't make a big thing of it. To no, be he's fair, calling him all right. Well, he's calling him, and it's own Cody frustrated on Cody Kilkenny again turned over to possession yeah, great ball he was a bit slow there he should have either had a shot or pushed it inside but, but he did nothing in the end Mikey the quality of the ball Ron Cody gets a yellow card Mikey Butler's ball could have been faster yeah. and crisper yeah. Mossy had to come too far out for it he was out on the 45 again he won it Kilkenny trying to get trying to find an opening Billy Ryan inside on Mike Casey need to get the ball in but the ball hasn't been going in in the first half enough at times Dermot Burns takes a long free down the top of Richie Reid and Keane Lynch remember the Limerick half forward and of Lynch and Haggerty haven't scored yes and yes Limerick are still leading 1-14 Adrian Mullen on his own half back line gives it to David Blanchfield rather dangerous Kilkenny trying to play their way out of trouble great ball down into the corner is it no Nash is out in front because Nash is playing as a sweeper possibly now it comes to Darrow Donovan on his own 45 he goes left handed in on top of Parik Welch and Galan Galan and Parik Welch Galan Tommy Welch does well Tommy Welch the taller old man back to Blanchfield Blanchfield hunted down by Haggerty Haggerty Blansfield gives a ball back Hegarty gets away with it again a rugby tackle out of Garrod Hegarty the referee pawed the wire from Carroll One fourteen to Limerick 11 points to Kilkenny and as we said Richie Reid takes it quick gives it to David Blanchfield Blanchfield on his own 45 Owen Cody tries to make a run gives it to Paddy Deegan Paddy puts his hurl to it Paddy's going to take on Hegarty Hegarty follows him Owen Cody needs to flick it quickly Owen Cody has it he's on the 21 shunted out Owen Cody Limerick putting the Kilkenny man out Limerick does well Cody does well or does he know the wind catches that ball the wind very strong Quaid can't catch it again he's looking to give it to someone Limerick very calm very calculated and very cool is, and there's Still on the 20 with their cool, calculated and calm. Burns now goes long. Long down in front of Tommy Welch. They're playing with a one-man full forward line of Galan. Galan hits the ball. Or Keen Kenny. Keen Kenny turns back in. Gives it to Richie Reid. Now Richie's looking for space. Kilkenny men lining up on the far side. Positions count for nothing. Huey Lawler, right half back. Looks to go. Hits the ball down to Billy Ryan. Billy Ryan is out in front, or behind Casey. Billy Ryan has it on the 14. There's no one coming in. Billy Ryan turns on his left. An ambitious attempt out of Billy Ryan. Way ambitious and a way worldwide by Billy Ryan but again Mikey yeah. we're playing it into the corners and then there's no yeah, one they inside they have improved in the fact that they're getting on we're trying to ball. play yeah, yeah. but they just have to need to use it a bit better but they definitely have improved in the fact that the, the extra man has helped that definitely here's the ball Tommy Welch out in front of Morrissey Tom Morrissey Tom Morrissey gives it back into his brother Dan Morrissey there's a man coming down the far side now the man is Darrow Donovan Donovan runs into traffic he gives it back to Darab to Dermot Burns Burns will go along Burns hits a neat ball in front of Parik Welch and Galan Galan is out in front oh, oh Parik Welsh fouls him as Galan turns yeah, inside him that's a free, and that that's duel a free. is putting Parik under a bit pressure, of pressure yeah. left in yeah. one on one on his own running, yeah. you know a brilliant play by Limerick and that's a yellow card for Parik Welsh and now he's in, he's in danger territory there uh, but Michael no whatever support, chance no, yeah, support. no support yeah, you know, yeah, you yeah. have to have someone sitting back there to help that one on one with these fellas you just have no chance Galan is having some game though his yeah. movement is unbelievable like, like and it's his first really big match he, he only came back late into the panel and he, he played bits and pieces here and there but this today he looks very very sharp I have to say but again it was too easy coming out One fourteen to Limerick 11 points to Kilkenny and is there an argument Michael at this stage that maybe Huey Lawler has to go back in in the full back and shore up that full back line because we're struggling in our full back line today and we're struggling in the full forward line yeah that's a fair comment 
Gillan puts it over the bar, puts it over for Heath, 7.115 to Limerick, and Limerick, as I said, 41 minutes gone, Gillan puts it over, and Limerick uh, reacting very positively to everything that Kilkenny try and do, Parik Welch takes a quick puck out, gives it to Huey Lawler, Lawler back to Parik Welch, Parik goes down, uses his legs, Keane Lynch is following him, Parik is isolating, needs help, he gives a low ball, but a poor ball, because there was three Limerick men in front of Billy Ryan, Billy Ryan now tries to win back off of Barry Nash, the Limerick full back line, very cool as I said calm and calculated Casey oh, he's coming out way too easy gives it to Darrow Donovan back to Tom Morrissey Tom Morrissey wearing 23 Mikey Butler and Galan Galan has switched on Mikey Butler Galan and Galan has strengthened Tommy Welch the young Tommy Welch but Flanagan has it dangerously on the D Limerick still dangerously Billy Drennan is back on his own half back line Billy Drennan does very well gives a neat ball out to Owen Cody Kilkenny very deep there's only two Kilkenny forwards inside there's five Limerick backs Kilkenny no point pitting it up because there's no one inside Richie Reid Richie Reid gives it to Billy Drennan Drennan looks to give looks to help Billy Drennan back hunting down by Limerick Limerick are hunting us down Mikey two man full forward line Bone Cody Mossy Keown breaks the ball to Adrian Mullen Mullen picks it up Mullen does well Mullen looks as he needs support Mullen doesn't have support tries to hold up Barry Nash Barry Nash is coming out Nash gives it to Tom Morrissey Tom Morrissey gives it back to Nash Nash gives it to Coughlin Coughlin comes down Limerick are playing at the Rees Tom Morrissey is up there and David Blanchfield and David Blanchfield hits off his hurl the linesman on the far side sends a free in as Ty Crowley does his familiar sprint on to the line and the linesman gives it and Kilkenny Michael while we need a reaction we're not getting the reaction we really need because we're still second to some of the ball yeah definitely and uh, Nash is probably the man of the match at this stage I'd say he's doing some hurling He's free. Mullen. Mullen goes it back. He's hunting down by Hegarty. There's only one, two Kilkenny's men inside our full forward line. Scarrowed Hegarty from his own half back line. Gale's long, but he'll hang long and he'll hang wide. A very significant wind here in Parky Keeve. The Owen Murphy goes short to Tommy Welch. Tommy's on the edge of the D. Tommy comes out. Galan is chasing him. Galan is following Tommy Welch. Galan is doing very well. Gives it to Keen Kenny. Keen Kenny gives it back to Fogarty. Fogarty's getting a ball in top of Billy Ryan. Fogarty and Billy Ryan. Billy Ryan has it. Billy Ryan gives it. Oh! the final pass from Billy Ryan let him down he caught it brilliantly a chance for Kilkenny yeah, for sure. that would have been huge you know it brings it back to four points and you know I, I but Mikey back to you it was one of the first quality balls we hit it now Limerick quite Keane Lynch Keane Lynch gives a low ball to Flanagan not in Parik Welch can do Limerick have overrun us again Parik Welch and Flanagan naturally puts it over but not in, not in Parik Welch could do the ball broke and Keane Lynch his first significant part to play in the game yeah he's been very very quiet but there you go a bit of class what a ball in and uh, a beautiful point by Flanagan and it's the movement of this full forward line that's cr- cr- creating terrible trouble but Kenny had a goal chance Ronnie and but, yeah Mikey that's a four point turnaround we had a goal chance missed it now they've turned it over Hegarty this is the fear we have that maybe Limerick might turn it over and make it rather easily this ball won't the we'll manager won't be happy with Gerard Hegarty he's been very very poor today which is I suppose a bit ominous but he, he has to play that ball in as well he went for Mikey, does, our last ball we're just not sticking it inside no. Billy no. Ryan had a chance he's done well the next ball comes and Billy breaks it again to Mossy but there's not enough support for either men Mullen has it again he goes towards the sideline he's blocked down by Sean Finn Sean Finn the Limerick cornerback does so well he's going to get help by from Nicky Quaid Quaid on his own full back line Quaid on his own end line gives it to Dermot Burns Dermot Burns Kilkenny it seems to be two Limerick men to every one they're running off the ball here's Nash he doesn't know nothing but he did to run Keane Kenny tries to take him on Keane Kenny but Nash does well Nash Kilkenny are second to every 
every bloody ball that today Burns Burns is coming out Burns is going down the wing Burns needs help Burns doesn't need any help this will be the score in the game no, and wide. Limerick are it's really wide, it's wide, no wide. it's gone wide the crowd thought it was gone over it has gone he wide he passed the ball and Kylie is telling them as well and I would agree with him I wouldn't be happy with that if I was the manager Keenly was um, now and Kylie have gone turn over here Mikey sorry for interrupting you right, there's three kill Kenny men now Keen Kenny knocked off the ball rather easily now the ball breaks Paddy Deegan needs to give it Keen Kenny or Keen Kenny to Paddy Deegan Paddy Deegan his first big contribution well done Paddy Deegan keeps the scoreboard ticking it over it does and you know Limerick now a little bit sw- uh, swanning around Lynch was poor there Burns shouldn't have went for the score and uh, Kilkenny gets a score it keeps him at 7 points and you know get a few more scores and uh, you know put him under pressure I think Limerick have things have this game won and that could be dangerous 116 to 12 points it's, it's a 7 point game Limerick as we said doing all the hurling in the second half with Kilkenny trying to keep in touch trying to hang in there trying to do their best and just just not happening here's one of those players the first touch let him down the touch was on Cody's because Nash was behind him Nash having a wonderful game as we said they come out with a break to Coughlin looked like a hand pass to Dan Morrissey to Darrow Donovan there's an extra man every time and here's Burns at his own 60 yard line gives in front of Gillan Gillan is out in front of Parik Welch Gillan one man full forward line Gillan turns to his left bounces off a of Paddy D another wide they're throwing no, the wind is catching it luckily yeah, enough but they need to be very careful there's a, there's a free here no a change here a change for Kilkenny as number 22 comes on for Kilkenny it's Paddy Mullen is coming on to the middle of the field as Connor Fogarty makes his way Foggy makes his way Paddy Mullen coming on and Kilkenny yeah, Limerick have had three wides or, there in the last few minutes Ronnie and you know you can't afford that Limerick has gone inside Limerick also making a change now we've reverted to a three man full forward line a three man full forward line of Mullen Mossy Keown and Billy Ryan yeah. we have to go back to that but maybe yeah we do but Kilkenny, or Limerick have left them hanging in the game as uh, number 22 Richie English isn't it no? yeah the run of them yeah Richie English and Mike Casey is saying to himself what the hell me coming off I played well but that's a, a championship one for two weeks time I'd say Casey had uh, as we said the Limerick crowd appreciate but let's go back to my point there Sorry, Ronnie, he's coming off you know Limerick have I think have taken the uh, think that this might be over but they want to be careful because they can't have missed a goal chance and Limerick also have had some very poor whites very poor whites Paddy Deegan gone back Mikey watch that Dermot Burns is wondering what's going on Paddy Deegan's gone back here in the full back line what does that mean then to this Kilkenny team he's just gone for the puck out I'd say well now it comes to Paddy Mullen Mullen his first touch on his own 65 Paddy goes a short ball into Billy Ryan Billy Ryan's out in front of Sean Finn Billy Ryan's first touch lets him down Billy Ryan and Finn Finn is there but Morrissey he's been excellent all day as well Billy Ryan tries to win it back and so does Mullen Billy Drennan Owen Cody but Sean Finn brings it out Sean Finn brings it out over the line as we have gone sloppy Ronnie they're yeah. very sloppy on the ball they're still winning ball but they've gone very but Mike, very can sloppy. they afford to be sloppy because it seems to be just one pace for them now or I may be harsh on Kilkenny I, I don't know like, they just have to be careful at the same time Paddy Deegan has it Paddy gets a slap gives it back to Keane Kenny he's been on a number of balls four Limerick men swallowing him four Minnicker and give him a free and Keane Kenny was rather lucky to get Paul wire on his side he was I think yeah, that was a very fortunate free but it'll bring it back to six points now if he gets it which he should and you know they're still hanging in Billy Drennan tough free every free that Billy Drennan has had today has been outside the 65 and certainly 
certainly outside the 45 none of them easy none of them in front of the goal and Billy's done well ball bar one and Billy Drennan and Kilkenny need this score 12 points to Kilkenny 116 to Limerick Billy Drennan will bend Billy Drennan will strike off his left as John Kiley hangs on his shoulder Billy Drennan puts that over brilliantly by Billy Drennan great score by Billy Drennan and 48 minutes and Billy Drennan as we said puts that over we're brought by our proud sponsors Lahart's the home of Volkswagen in Kilkenny the full range of Volkswagen vehicles at lahartsvolkswagen.ie as Barry Nash gets the short puck out he goes down in front of Tommy Tommy's out in front of Jamie Flanagan we need to be oh he loses it but he wins it back gives it to Richie Reid that's the first time maybe we've been in front on a number of occasions Richie's going to go along down on top of Owen Cody and Billy Wright Owen Cody puts the hurl up for it he brings it down here's a chance he's on the 21 he could even be hooked Finn is still behind him Finn is still there Quaid does well but Sean Finn did brilliantly Cody got in for his first half chance it's not gone wide Owen Cody needs to go back out to his own clubman Adrian Mullen on the sideline 40 yards out Cochrane tries to chase him down Limerick coming back Keane Kenny 40 yards out gives a great ball into Co- Cody again Owen Cody Owen Cody it was Massey missed that back to Paddy Mullen Paddy's going to go along against the wind dangerous ball but does a Limerick man Billy Drennan is there so is Massey ball breaks to a Limerick man now Paddy Deegan is there still under 21 the Limerick man no Kilkenny man t- tackling him no Kilkenny man Billy Ryan has it Billy Ryan one handed Quaid does well again two great sales out of Quaid give him credit two chances for Kilkenny three goal chances we have converted none of the three no, but I tell you, Ronnie, Limerick have, you know, they've believed in their own hype, if you like, and Kilkenny are coming slightly into this game, and they need to be very, very careful because Kilkenny could have had two goals in the second half. They could have had three even, Mikey, and yeah. I love your optimism, but I'm not too sure. But uh, yes, we've had three chances. Quaid has made three saves. Maybe there's green shoots. Maybe there's a chance, and maybe there's a hope that we might come back. Keane Kenny misses the touch, brings it back brilliantly. He's fouled, but Keane Kenny still has it. He's made a vital contribution so far. Now he's been swallowed up, swallowed up by Morrissey. That Morrissey comes back to Burns two man full forward like Tommy Welch and Jamie Flanagan very difficult for him Tommy does very well Tommy Welch has been fouled and Tommy Welch done very very well and Tommy Welch can be very thankful that they're pawed the wire but it was a freak as you said maybe Mikey I'm telling you the Limerick have gone out of this game completely Kenny are coming right into it now and uh, they're bringing six, sub here six point game there's a bit of shamazzling going off Mullen is involved not Mullen Hegarty's involved the two Mullins are involved Paddy and Adrian Adrian will back up Paddy Paddy will back up Adrian as the pawed the wire says the nest of the nonsense but we missed whatever went on Kilkenny as we said struggling a little bit 13 points 50 minutes 1 minutes on the clock 1-16 a 6 point game the Limerick crowd trying to get him in number 24 for Kilkenny is coming on number 24 for Kilkenny today is Timmy Clifford no sign of the man with the long socks TJ Reid yet ball breaks another catch missed catch by Kilkenny another half chance Billy Ryan has it we need a score we need a point Billy turns back in Billy needs to give it back to Huey Lawler he'll be blocked down he was blocked down but he wins it back Huey Lawler wins it back brilliantly Huey Lawler puts it over the bar Kilkenny needed that score Mikey Welch now can we get a reaction Timmy Clifford is coming on 116 to Limerick 14 points or 14 points a 5 point game yeah I tell you it's, it, this game is back in the melting pot because of Limerick have, uh, Kilkenny definitely have upped it but Limerick have definitely taken their foot off the pedal they were swanning around trying to get these impossible points didn't get them Adrian Mullen coming off uh, after a brilliant shift and 
and uh, you know Kilkenny are as I said right back in it Kilkenny right back in it Adrian Mullen gone off not more he can do his contribution has been very good but he's a go serious loss because he's been excellent yeah. Adrian Mullen not Mullen on the far side Peter Casey gets inside Porrick well she's on the sideline this will be a wonderful score no poor wide really ambitious and way ambitious now Timmy Clifford has gone where Mikey 10 wides for Limerick he's gone far side oh the puck out is miss, misread by Darrow Donovan a poor puck out another wide and that oh, over, the was over the bar but that was our own fault yeah. the puck out uh, was coming to Owen Cody and Owen Cody didn't reach it and Limerick put it over the bar 117 back to a 6 point game again Limerick breaking our hearts every time they get a chance Keane Kenny he's done well since he came on he's busy goes down to the far side Richie English and Billy Ryan that'll hang on the sideline nothing Billy Ryan can do overcooked pass line ball for Limerick Richie English will take it Limerick Barry Nash is making a run up he goes Barry Nash he can't he need, we need electric fence on the 45 or something to hold him back <laughs> because he's certainly full of intent running but Derek Lings and need some reaction out of Kilkenny men because as you said Michael maybe just maybe we're hanging in there oh Keane Kenny swipes at Keane Lynch Keane Lynch has it Keane Lynch gives a great ball Tim Fannigan we're in a spot of bother he's on the 21 he's on the 14 Gillan goal goal and Limerick have now answered their critics they're going to take serious beating Mikey Welch and what team is going to catch him in Championship 2023? Yeah, not in the game much, but when he does, what a ball, what play by Flanagan, and what a finish by Gillan. An incredible goal, and uh, brilliant, brilliant to watch. Michael, the touch, but the quality of ball going into him is serious. And whatever about the quality of ball, the quality of the finish of Gillan was serious. One touch, they're swallowing, they're working us, they're overturning us. There's another chance, another chance of a goal. Flanagan has it, Flanagan will take pity on us. He'll put it over the bar. 2.18 to 14 points. Start the cars in the mark, Dyke. Off we go. We're relax, under pressure. relax, relax. There's still 15 minutes to go. Another sub coming on here now. Gerard Dunn is coming in. But what a play by Limerick. And that's what they do to you. They, they load you in. They, had to, they hit these massive wides. But they got away with the two chances. Quaid was brilliant for them. And then they come up and they just get 1-1 one, one like that as Nash falls back in. 2.19 to Limerick 14 points to Kilkenny as Mikey Wells asked me to relax how can you relax at 2.19 <laughs> to 14 Tom Morrissey Limerick are killing us or are they oh killing God, the ball goes there. down again Tom ball goes wide and I can't believe you told me to relax Mike. relax 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 relax. 2.19 to Limerick 14 points to Kilkenny we're second best at the moment we put up a decent shift for a while but Limerick just have been just oh the touch were overcooked again Barry Nash has it he's looking for help gives it to Burns Limerick coming up at his turns to his weaker right hand side and off his right or his left hand side puts it over the bar Dermot Burns and lads the country style fools analytical half full time Shane O'Keefe and Eddie Scally he'll dissect the game and the second half well, we're in a spot of bother for 15, sure 15 to go another local sub food 25 for and nope. 21 coming in here now 21 is Alan Murphy 25 is Garrod Dunn a big ask to come on for these guys to be down what 6 and 6 12 points game a 12 point game yeah you told me relax I did 12 point game 15 minutes to go a big ask out of the young men to come on Alan Murphy Billy Ryan goes off and so does Billy Drennan the ball comes oh, to loose again overcooked the pass Tommy Welsh Tommy Welsh 
and with the greatest respect to Derek Ling, Ling the forwards are coming off. Ling Johnny's A game there would have, yeah. you know, he would have uh, buried that, but he hasn't been on it. But just those moments of class that he does produce have, you know, it, it just there to be seen. Oh, God. Am I being harsh, Mikey? But the same six backs that started are still playing. Yeah, yeah, this could be a fair point. Maybe they're looking at it, they're not working hard enough up here, and there's too much of a delivery going in. But certainly, you know, we have to have a look at the whole situation now going forward. Um, you know, well, the six backs for Kilkenny that started have still survived, and we're two twenty to fourteen points down. Derek feels that maybe the forwards haven't been working hard enough. It has been a cruel, cruel last few minutes for Kilkenny. We had the chances, Quaid came good, but the finish by Galan and Mikey. Whatever you do, that two-man full forward line, none of the counties have handled there's another touch by Hegarty Hegarty big man he just swallowed up he goes inside two or three he's looking for support he gets the free and Limerick and their supporters were right to be confident Mike <laughs> <laughs> seems like they were Ronnie <laughs> seems like they were yeah and a uh, chance now for Galan again but you know Hegarty Lynch not at their best but they just come up with those pivotal yeah. moments there in fairness to him he worked so hard Lynch is coming off now Lynch is coming off and that looks like Byland is coming on it yeah. is Connor Byland is going off the cap or the cap going on the captain coming off is Keane Lynch and Keane Lynch and the Limerick supporters very happy the captain of the day they have a big championship game in two weeks time against Waterford while we play Westmeath I'd rather be playing Westmeath than Waterford at this stage for sure Galan on the sideline 24 yards out he has had a very good afternoon he has put that over the bar has no, it's wide has gone wide Limerick's maybe 11 10, wide 11, yeah, yeah. 11 wide Owen Murphy tries to find a Kilkenny man they make Kilkenny man is Keane Inch and Paddy Mullen Paddy Mullen and Paddy does well he breaks the ball Timmy Clifford has gone down in front of him he needs to put it down into him but Burns wins it back Burns does very well he keeps the ball in his hand comes to Bylan Bylan comes back 17 he's on his own half back line Bylan taking four Kilkenny men four Kilkenny men still gives it to Hegarty Hegarty just pushed into five Kilkenny men and Hegarty still has it and Hegarty just nauseously Mullen or not Mullen Owen Cody swallowed up oh soft free for soft free is right yeah very very soft free is their own Hegarty showboating Mikey a little bit yeah and I think I know look what you're saying and I think they were actually doing that a while ago as well and they could have paid a penalty if Kenny had been more clinical in front of goal just for that time but then they're able to come up with these big plays I don't think Hegarty will see out this game either I think that he's struggling a bit now with injury and maybe they need to get minutes into these guys because they haven't been Hegarty or Lynch and this is a bit worrying what I'm going to say they have been nowhere near their best Owen Cody takes this free the wind in his face Owen Cody strikes that free Owen Cody puts that ball wide Billy Drennan has gone off 2.19 the scoreboard said they took a point off off the Limerick men thankfully and to 14 points that's brought back to 11 points 2.19 to 14 Limerick 59 minutes on the clock as we're brought by our proud sponsor the full range of Skoda vehicles at La Hart's the home of Skoda in Kilkenny La Hart's Skoda.ie as the line the referee says that's uh, advantage to Limerick it didn't look like an advantage there's three or four Limerick men three or four Kilkenny men Limerick haven't died they're still hunted Lawler one of the better players today for Kilkenny tries to come out with the ball gives it to Blanchfield Blanchfield looking for help but again he's swallowed up by two Kilkenny men and yes he was fouled and Limerick may be giving away a silly freeze as Sean Finn has a word with David Blanchfield Sean Finn of mountain of a man as we said Limerick just Michael 
just grew stronger and stronger as the game went on and they've certainly announced to the whole world not that we were surprised that they are certainly certainly the team to beat and can remember no Kyle Hayes and Declan Hannon Will Donoghue Will Donoghue and someone said they weren't in the loss huh? Richie Reid goes long in on top of the Kilkenny men that Kilkenny square bounces off of Owen Cody's hand Mossy is there comes back out to Owen Cody Mossy's trying to get the ball to break but it comes to Richie English Richie English comes out Richie English gives it to Tom Morrissey Tom Morrissey on his own half back line loses the ball luckily for Kilkenny comes to Bylan Bylan looking for help Bylan gives it back Timmy Clifford is there Bylan wins it back Bylan still has it Bylan is swallowed up by three Kilkenny men Paul Dwyer Timmy Clifford swipes at it but swipes at it ringly but the ball comes around to Dermot Burns Dermot Burns oh. has an overlap Kilkenny misread it Dermot Burns Please. strikes in oh my god oh. oh my god oh my god what a score what a score is it men again boys at this moment Michael? oh that was incredible incredible score yeah, we were second we looked laboured and lads the analytical analysis by the country style foods food for local people Lads, we look, wish you the best to look to analyse the aim for local food, for local people, because it's been a difficult afternoon and a difficult second half for Kilkenny. We really, really came with hope. We really, really thought that Kilkenny would do well. We really thought when Limerick lost their two leading players that they'd be a bounce on us. And we really, really got it wrong. Free out there. We did, Ronnie. Yeah. And, and, you know, basically with the players that they haven't started with, it should have been a lot closer, uh, you would have felt, uh, if you wanted to be making a huge impression against them. But they seem to have gone to a different kind of a level altogether. And I still think, funny enough, and this is a hard thing to say, I don't think they're at their best. Yeah. I'm going to apologise to the photographer from the Limerick leader, because <laughs> I laughed at him when he said that the base was by 10 pints or more. And so right he was, 220 to 14 points. We didn't see this coming. We certainly didn't see this demolition. And we certainly didn't see it when they lost Kyle Hayes. Burns on his own, gives a low ball to Killian. Keen or Gillan, Gillan tries to go inside Park. He still wins it back. He looked as if yeah, he fouled. It was a free. That's Silly a lazy foul now. That's a lazy a foul. A lazy yeah. foul. Tommy yeah. Welsh. But they've been under so much pressure, Mike, all they day. Have, yeah. To be fair to the Kilkenny full back line, we were yeah. critical of them. But as you said, they've been under so much pressure. We haven't made the ball stick up here we haven't won the battle from the midfield up we've been second and the yeah. Kenny team just yeah. have got as Limerick bring on number 26 Donica O'Dolly yeah he's a young chap he's, young only, chap. Yeah, he's under 20 I believe and, yeah. uh, as Tom Shami Flanagan, Flanagan goes off Limerick as we said very happy they'll be playing championship against Waterford Waterford will surely be worried 2.20 62 minutes on the clock at 12 point game 14 points to Kilkenny 2.20 to Limerick 26 to 14 heading for double scores 221 to 14 points wide actually in Galan luckily enough that's gone wide Limerick's 13 point possibly uh, short puck out taken David Blanchfield David Blanchfield dummy hand pass gives it out to Paddy Deegan Paddy Deegan comes down the wing Paddy goes a short ball or coast speed ball to Garrow Dunn Garrow Dunn and, and uh, number 22 Richie English English pushes him out over the line comes to uh, Colin Coughlin he leaves his legs and leaves it to Tom Morrissey Tom Morrissey there's two lads waiting outside one of them is Boylan Boylan uh, Connor Boylan he'll go down gives it a great ball to Darrow Dunn who made a strong run but Richie Reid does very well even Darrow oh gone out for a 65 and Darrow Dunn done so well he had no right to win that Michael no Silence is golden. <laughs> 
What they do is uh, their their ability. If you don't get your first touch right, their ability yeah. to swarm you and win ball is actually frightening. And they just win ball after ball after ball. And they've had crazy ways that they, you know. Yeah. And what he has is. He has loads to work on from this as well. Yeah. They've had, I think, 13 wides at this stage, and that's huge. Like, and some are very easy. Gillan hasn't been great on the freeze. He's been yeah. brilliant in play. He's got some great scores from play and freeze, but he's missed too many handy ones, and he's not on this either. And neither is Dean Burns. Yeah, and yet Limerick, as we said, that's and Carr wide, well. wide as well. We've been rather fortunate with the wide. Possibly 14 or 15 wides, Michael, at this stage. 13. 13. 13 wides at this stage. Kilkenny, as we said, started so brightly in the opening 10 minutes, we thought we were going to have a right rattle and a right chance but unfortunately Limerick just woke up and here's another man another sub Morrissey they've been all excellent every one of the Limerick brother to brother Dan to Tom Tom to Burns and he's blown for a hand pass and he was right the referee was correct Paul DeWire it was an illegal hand pass of Dermot Burns well a run down Kilkenny as we said 14 points as the crowds start to leave and the ones leaving are the ones to my left and they're wearing black and amber heads they'll be out in the traffic before us the Limerick people stay and we'll see the cup being presented possibly because they will be getting the cup Keane Lynch will be getting the cup and Owen Cody will be getting an opportunity to take this free 65 metres out 65 minutes on the clock another five anagonising minutes it'll drop into Mikey Quaid's hands Quaid does well he's made three great saves in the second half when it may be at a time Kilkenny were coming back they had brought it back to five points now they're playing handball again now Hegarty has it down to you know Dalek oh Dalek is out in front of Tommy Welch he's on the 14 he slips oh Dalek Dalek leaves the ball behind and does well. He's looking for help and ammunition. He goes for an ambitious attempt. And in fairness to the chap, he went to them uh, at the ambitious attempt. Uh, Kylie won't be happy. Another wide, 14 wide to Limerick. 220 to 14 points. Now I see the Kilkenny supporters because they're the ones leaving. We were outnumbered for sure, but the Limerick people will stay. A tough, tough afternoon for Kilkenny. Oh, Sean Finn just leaves uh, Alan Murphy in his wake. Comes to Tom Morrissey. He heads to the sideline to try and put it over the bar. There go wide again and another wide 15 wides possibly for the Limerick men as we said they've now as we said the fizz has gone out of in the next in the last five minutes. Limerick, as we said, have done all the hurling, all the hunting. Paddy Mullen gives a crossbeam ball to Garrow Dunn. Garrow Dunn tries to put his hurl to it. He's hunted down. Garrow tries to play a bit of soccer. He tries to give a back pass to Timmy Clifford. A lot of young lads there. Mikey's a blessing or a tough afternoon for them to be trunning there. Back to Parik Welch. Parik is up a long way. Parik Welch off his left. Parik right. Welch gone wide. Kilkenny's ninth wide? No? Eight. Eight wide, yeah. 66 minutes on the clock as another Kilkenny man gets up to leave. And now another sub comes on for Kilkenny, number for Limerick, number 24. Shane O'Brien comes on for Peter Casey. They'll rest their men for a Waterford. They'll have a Munster Championship match in two weeks' time as they play Waterford. Uh, in Turles, we believe, because Waterford can't play their games at home. So Limerick will play Waterford in Turles, we think, on the 24. They're going to be the National League champions of 2023. They're going to be the team to beat in 2023 and possibly the team to beat for a long, long time. Garrow Dunn does well. He's outside and Garrow drives that ball wide. He'll be disappointed after winning the ball. Disappointing wide. But Kilkenny, as we said, just second best today, Mikey. As we said, we came in huge hope and we got well, it we, wrong. We came in a little bit of hope and then when yeah. we heard the two lads were out, we had a real big hope. 
and uh, we got it wrong we got it wrong Derek will be disappointed Kilkenny will be disappointed the National League as we said has been relatively kind to us we did play all our games bar the Antrim match at home maybe that didn't suit us we did play without the Shamrocks men we've had most of our men back today TJ has decided to stay on the bench and we've left him off maybe there's hope that TJ can be back Wally might be back and maybe the Richie Hogan we need everybody it seems after today because our panel has been tested and we've been second best and certainly Kilkenny to do well Limerick are going to be the team to beat Mikey and there's no question of oh, that absolutely not another sure. illegal hand pass a young O'Dolly he was unfortunate there that possibly violent it was yeah. as we said 2.20 to 14 points Limerick in the driving seat as we're brought by our proud sponsors with thanks to the full range of commercial vehicles at La Hartz the home of Volkswagen in Kilkenny La Hartz Volkswagen dot IE as Dermot Burns comes on the end of that free as David Blanchfield gets maybe a cramp at this stage comes down to Colin Coughlin Coughlin drives it low to two man full forward line Tommy Welch puts the hurl up puts the hand up he does well Galan is gone and Shamey Flanagan is gone so the threat is not as dangerous it's the two young men number 24 for Shane O'Brien and young Gunnar O'Dolly they're not Flanagan and they're not Galan so it's a little bit easier Alan Murphy has it on the sideline Alan Murphy the Glen Moorman hits it into Mossy Mossy puts the hurl to it Mossy misses it Morrissey at full back he's been excellent he's today. been unreal he's and been he's so underrated like the, yeah. the fellow they think they might leave off and you know when everybody is fit but yeah. right, well, when they're talking about Mike Casey at full back he'll want to be fair good to keep this Morrissey that often because he's been excellent all day Coughlin hits a long ball a huge ambitious attempt again and luckily another wide for Limerick they're showboating for sure 15 wides Limerick 8 wides Kilkenny 1 220 to 14 as David Blanchfield is struggling with a calf injury Kilkenny can't bring on another sub possibly now Boylan out overturns Tommy Welch Boylan is coming in on the end line Boylan and Tommy Welch Boylan has a chance Boylan has a chance brilliant save by Owen Murphy great great save Owen Murphy goes out and again Owen Murphy does very well out to Richie Reid Richie Reid looks up Richie Reid sees who Garrod done out in front of Sean Finn Garrod puts his hurl to it but Sean Finn just just gets his hurl to it and Dross comes out in front Sean gives the ball to Morrissey again Morrissey as we said Dan Morrissey that is to Richie English English out to Coughlin nobody on the far side Kilkenny overrun Declan Nash he's been excellent all through he scored 1-1 this will drop short possibly and wide and he again drives it wide and Michael you made a very 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 valid ballad find Limerick have not been as good as they could have been as number 6 comes on but that's not Declan Hannon because the programme says Mark, Mark Quinlan is coming on as Dermot Burns goes off what injury time is there, Ronnie? Oh, none, I hope. Yeah, I'm the same as you. Yeah, 2.20 to 14 points. We have to get back to the set theatre for a medal <laughs> presentation for St. Bridget's Camogie Club. I'd say we'll be back in jig time because a lot of Kilkenny supporters have decided to leave. A hugely disappointing afternoon for Kilkenny. We have to call it and see it as we've seen it. And it has been disappointed, Mikey. Hasn't oh, it, it has 14 points in 17 minutes. It's 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 very, very poor. Is it a huge step backwards? And the only for Olympic have had so many ways. It's, it's, it's definitely... A very big setback, yeah. Is it? It's uh, a setback. It's, it's not. It's not. Um, I, it's not terminal. I hope because yeah. I think that you know. I think it, it doesn't matter in Leinster. I think Kilkenny are just stronger than most other counties. But certainly, it'll really dent uh, a lot of people's confidence because uh, this has been a ten point now at the moment and go down to nine after this. I'm yeah. sure. But it has but been Michael, way, it just, way, way beyond that. It just talk. It just sums up the national league for Kilkenny. We're, we're in the easier side of the draw. Yeah, exactly. With all the all yeah. the teams at home, bar Antrim. 
And maybe we just overread the whole thing. Yeah, and if Limerick had, had kept going there, like they've had so many ways, this could be anything. Like it's nine points, but it's. But oh, it's Cody puts that over the bar to make it 15 points. Uh, Derek Dooley leaves, and so does Mad. Uh, they leave, they're gone, heading for Dane's Fort as uh, Colin Coughlin comes up. And Colin Coughlin. <laughs> Another wide. Yeah. Well, John Coyley will have plenty to give out to his players. Yeah, he's moving down there. 17 wides, as we said. Kilkenny and the boys inside in the studio. We look forward to your comments and analytical uh, reaction with Eddie Scally and Shane O'Keefe in studio with thanks to country style foods local feed food for local people and we as we said we will take post match from Derek Ling and unfortunately Derek will have a tough few questions from the media it'll be all about Limerick all about John Kiley he'll tell us a few lies he'll tell us they're struggling he'll tell us things are not great and yet they demolish Kilkenny on a scoreline of 220 to 15 points and as Michael Welch said and you heard it Limerick were even at full pace Mikey we're no win nowhere near it they'll actually be disappointed with some of their play today but they're just so good they've missed so many ways so Michael is the rest of the country all There's playing for one. a second no, another wide another wide for Limerick <laughs> 18 wides Michael is the rest of the country yeah, now playing for a second is, it? is there anyone now we all thought today that Kilkenny could put something towards them. maybe they can maybe there's a reaction but based on the evidence we've seen it may not be the stripy men just yet the Munster Championship will be a tough championship for everybody that's taken on Limerick I think it will Ronnie I think they're, they're in a, you know they're in cruise control here as I said Clyde will be absolutely happier he'll, he'll be leveling them over this last 10 minutes they've just hit so many poor wides uh, you know th- this could be out 14 points at this stage but Richie Reid gives a quick bridge to uh, free to David Blanchfield. Blanchfield tries to come inside. Garrod Hegarty swallows him up, gives it to Paddy Mullen. Parik Welch has gone up the far side. Parik Marb, Paddy Mullen tries to give a one-handed ball to his club mate Owen Cody. Owen Cody gives it back to Paddy. Paddy's on the edge of the D. Paddy goes for. Uh, that just sums up the Kilkenny afternoon as Paul the Wire looks for the where the ball. Nicky Quaid uh, shakes hands with the umpire. Paddy the Wire wants to bring back the hurling ball to Palatine. Kilkenny are second best in the National League final. A demolition uh, by a demolished performance by Limerick and a scoreline of Limerick 220. Kilkenny 15 points as the Cranberries and Dolores O'Reardin. Uh, rings out here in Parky Keeve. Michael Welsh, you cannot but admire at Limerick. It's as simple as that. Yeah, no, they're absolutely fabulous. Uh, you know, as a, when we got the news before the match, I thought Limerick would win by four or five points. But when we got the news that Hayes and Hannah were out, I felt that maybe that it would even it up. Kenny got off to a great start, went three points up, and from there to the end, it was. It was a procession. Limerick were just unbelievable. Kilkenny had a few goal chances uh, in the middle of the second half, which if they're taking one, maybe you're clutching at straws, but there's actually no comparison between the two teams here. Limerick miles ahead and without massive players and not even playing at their best, I felt, as well. But Kilkenny will be very disappointed with their, with their play here, I think. They, they, you know, 15 points, very few from play, very able to break the Limerick. And they came with full intent to win this game and uh, it just didn't work out. Michael, as we said, we have to admire Limerick. They've been excellent. They were short Hayes, they were short Hannon, and yet they made mince meat of a lot of the Kilkenny people and the Kilkenny performance. We, Derek Ling will be hugely disappointed because, as we said, we came with huge hope. But maybe, just maybe, we need to rejig the team. And this is not a criticism. Well, the, the team. The only positive out of today is that it will have to be done. Yeah. But 
but uh, it's very hard to see any more personnel I think Killian Buckley may come in at wing back uh, who else will come into that team from TJ that? has to come yeah, back he'll definitely Wally. Come I know that yeah. being a sub today might be a bad place uh, it probably is a good place <laughs> to be but you know, it's a long way off, Ronnie. It's a long, long way yeah. off. It's, but it's look, eleven points, and it's, 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 it should have been a lot more. Yeah, but look, I don't know that score. Yeah, right, uh, not two twenty to fifteen. It's saying on the scoreboard. But Michael, let's be fair to the Kilkenny hurlers. They have given us massive entertainment for the last three months. They've been excellent. They've beaten everyone in front of them. Yeah. We've been short to Belly Hale, man. Every day we went out, we were short someone. They'll know themselves. They'll be hugely Absolutely. disappointed. Yeah, yeah. But they'll have to be admit and they'll have to understand that there is a massive massive improvement required to get to the standard that Limerick have yeah that's and you've summed it up very very well there's no one you know there's no like everyone goes out to do their best and certainly we have great days and bad days and that happens and you're dead right they just have to get, somehow get up to this standard uh, to be able to compete with them uh, as I say we got very close in the All-Ireland in many people's view last year but I don't know if Limerick have stepped it up uh, uh, another bit uh, even in the, in the meantime uh, I, I, I just felt that you know with Hannon and Hayes out and Dunne who not playing he's their enforcer in the middle of the field Tom look Morris at this, is not but there all, in a great place. Yeah, all the Limerick men lining up and shaking hands with their 25 or 30 different uh, mentors. There may be Michael, and I don't want it to be disingenuous to him. There's a little bit of showboat. No, there is, and, and I'm like, not too happy about that, that now. That happened, that happened uh, before the match as well, and there yeah. definitely is, you know. And they have to be very careful because yeah. there were stages of that game where a better team would have punished them. A more clinical full forward line would have punished them. Should have got two or three goals, didn't get them. And. Uh, yeah. You know, it's going to be hard to stop him though it's going to be hard to stop him we've, we've there's rightly, always someone to stop someone we've rightly admired them they've been excellent they've been the farm team they've been the best team they've been the best team today they've been excellent all over the field from full back to full forward from Nicky Quaid to Aaron Galan Kilkenny were second best we can't be shameful Kilkenny have struggled Pay on, to, on the day we've struggled but Limerick have been excellent the quality of Hurland the physique the fitness and they still drove 18 wides Michael yeah. we'll head home Darrow Donovan got man of the match there I see yeah he curled well yeah. we'll head home we'll be despondent for sure yeah. these guys are cool they're calculated and they're calm and all over the field they just were first well, and second as we yeah, all know I second is the last. other side of it is the, the line that tore us apart in last year's All-Ireland the half forward line didn't score it really today yeah. Gerald Hegarty no score Keane Lynch no score and Tom Morrissey when he came on no score that's not going to happen again either that's not going to happen so lads back in the studio Shane and Eddie Scally we'll have your full time analysis with country style foods local food for local people we'll leave here we'll thank our sponsors on the day Dennis Lahart and family Lahart's the home of Volkswagen in Kilkenny Lahart'sVolkswagen.ie we've had an enjoyable journey to Cork we'll have a tough journey home we look forward to Langton's we look forward to the set theatre we look forward to analysing the game but for today Kilkenny our second best for today Limerick are certainly the team that everyone will have to reach to because there's no way that Limerick are going to drop their standards Michael Welsh no they're not going to drop and we everyone everyone else has to get there I said today that you know I think for the, the game itself that Kilkenny needed to run them close the fact that they haven't uh, is, is a bit of a worry because they did the same to tip in the semi-final and it is a bit of a worry but we'll have to wait and see Ronnie the championship is the championship and it can throw up all sorts well the championship for Kilkenny opens on the 22nd of April it's Kilkenny versus Westmead
strength and then we have that huge game on the 30th on a Sunday in Kilkenny in Nolan Park when we play Galway that's where we'll define our year Kilkenny versus Galway on the 30th of the 4th but for today there's nobody at this present time in Hurland going to match Limerick unless something dramatically happens we all need to reach the standards we thank you all for listening we watch uh, Keane Lynch and Declan Hannan uh, Keane Lynch getting the National League title cup Kilkenny second best we will be back it will be a struggle a lot of hard work ahead of Kilkenny so from Parky Keeve and from Michael Welch and myself we'll hand you back to the studio on a scoreline Limerick the National League champions 220 Kilkenny 15 pints KCLR Live Sport The Allianz Hurling League Division 1 Final Kilkenny versus Limerick With thanks to the full range of Volkswagen vehicles at La Hearts, The home of Volkswagen in Kilkenny LaHartzVolkswagen.ie The Allianz Hurling League on KCLR Kilkenny versus Limerick Post-match analysis With thanks to Country Style Foods Local food for local people Yes, Limerick have been crowned league champions for the fourth teenth time. The third time under John Kiley here in studio with Eddie Scally. Eddie, I want to read out a, a few messages that our listeners have been sent in um, and then we'll start talking about the game. Uh, some people said we were talking rubbish at halftime and saying Kilkenny report today. That's coming in from Frank in Thomastown. Frank is 100% right. I don't think we were talking rubbish though. I did say they were poor. The problem is you can't just go and cut the back off lads at halftime in a game. Um, you know, he's, he's dead right. Right, the Limerick, the, the Limerick forwards absolutely tore our backs apart. I did feel that there was too much space being left in front of our full, fo- full of the Limerick full forward line, and that was the the problem that you had there. But he, he is right. But I don't think we were talking rubbish at halftime. Uh, we are in so much trouble. Our backs are being passed way too easily. I'm no manager, but I can see that our backs are not working. That's coming in from Caroline. Yeah, again, like it's, it's when they're getting clean ball into their hands, it's it's very hard to stop a player when you've like these Limerick players are big, powerful men, and sort of Kilkenny lads. But they're, they're, it's it's the quality of ball that's going into them. If you watch Keane Lynch got no score from play today or got no score at all but the distribution from him in the middle of the field he's hitting balls into these lads they're getting their extra yard on their men and, and they are skinning them like it was a bit soul destroying that second half there because I know the lads said it a few times there in commentary that you know that that Limerick weren't at, at, at full tilt they're not lying Limerick were a mile off their best today and you know but so were Kilkenny and I think if if if, if, if Limerick had been on the top form today and Kilkenny put in a performance like that the scoreboard could have been absolutely frightening uh, another message in there I'm just having a little say here and this one might interest you Eddie and I don't know you might refrain from it but uh, we're all Kilkenny fans here and the politi- politics in this game is so wrong the blacks and whites from Skiok as you well know won the county final as you well know this year brilliant players on the team not one was picked for any Kilkenny panel yet teams that they had bet along the way their players were picked how are they ever going to show their skills on the big games if they're not given a chance and he says Eddie Scally can vouch for that need to look at the wider area um, possibly you know like we would have been you know with blacks and whites I would have felt a little bit disappointed that no one was given uh, a, a call but in saying that you know there's a huge number of players there that are brought in and in fairness to, you know the likes of Billy Drennan there has come in from Galmoy uh, playing this year obviously you know Wally is there from Tuller Ross Burke and there's a couple of the lads from, from Wine Gap are in there as well so you know I know everyone can't get a chance and everyone doesn't get a chance but I suppose the, the lads probably did feel a little bit hard done by I might have thought that myself but it's not something I get too stressed I definitely won't be making too huge a comment on it anyway and on 
a message in there Kilkenny sharp puck out doesn't work sharp passes either behind their men all the time look again today it's, it's very hard to analyse what works and what doesn't work today Like it's we had a, mentioned that before the game because yeah. it, it didn't work against Tipperary in the first half but Derek kind of persisted with it no see this is it you know like when you lose when you lose you analyse everything down to the, to the you know to find out why the flaws were there the truth of the matter is it's a simple game the forwards need to be in front of their men to win their own ball that wasn't happening enough today the backs need to be winning their own balls in front of their men that wasn't happening today so the, the simple parts of the game Limerick beat Kilkenny on it right across the board from every angle of it Limerick's puck out was a better work Limerick worked the ball through the lines all day today so their short puck out game worked it was just Kilkenny's that didn't you know it's 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 too it's too simplistic to say it was this or it was that but but you have to get things right and you have to get your matchups right I know you look at these things and you know for me I'd be kind of looking at the positives or trying to find some positives in the game like the first thing now for Derek Derek's going to have to pick up the teeth there as well that's that's a bit of a soul destroying defeat there I know it was an 11 point beating but anyone that watched that game today or listened to the game it was way more than an 11 point beating I know the scoreboard said Kilkenny lost by 11 points but it felt it felt for the last 20 minutes of that game he just wanted to whistle the blow and, and stop because Limerick were that far ahead so Derek is a couple of weeks now where he's going to have to <clears throat> try and get the lads heads back up before they face Westmead you know Westmead they should be beating Westmead anyway no one expecting anything different in Nolan Park but it's it's about trying to get the performance levels right back up there was only three points between these sides in an all-out final last year I was at the game as was you know 80,000 other people and I actually thought Kilkenny were right in that game we were destroyed by the Limerick half forward line in that game they, 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 they ran us ragged Garrod Hegarty in particular today their half forward line didn't get to do anything but what happens the like all good teams there's a different line comes and, and hurts you you know so like Derek has a bit of work to do to get the lads heads back up they've got to a league final albeit you know anybody would have said to you during the league that we'd be surprised to see Kilkenny in it they did get to a league final and that is a positive the beating today maybe everybody is playing for second place that Limerick team is awesome um, I would say the other positives today I thought Billy Drennan I thought he worked really hard today you know I, I was saying about I'd like to see him on the ball a little bit more he was out in front today he was working hard and his frees again were pretty much flawless Adrian Mullen that's his first bit of time in the Kenny team this year he was by a distance the best Kenny player on that pitch today he was fantastic I thought Richie Reid did very well at, at, at centre back you know so there is some positives to take from it and the other thing as well is start of the second half Shane I'd said it to you the first time 10 minutes of the second half was going to determine how the game went Kilkenny got three goal chances in that period yeah. if they'd have stuck one of them in the back of the net you get a lift and next thing you might get a bit of momentum they missed the three chances you know and it could have been a very different game but unfortunately it is what it is you know everyone's going to be going home a little bit dejected today I think people were getting a bit excited I did say it before the game that I, you know I know the players that didn't start for Limerick today were a massive loss but I just think this Limerick panel is so strong like you have to give them credit they're a massive team but there's there's flaws there and hopefully teams might be able to get at them uh, Talking about the flaws as well like in a flash Limerick were 12 points ahead well they were 11 points ahead before Dermot Burns rocket of a of a, of a point from nearly nearly last score of the game but rocket of a point from well into his own half but just like that they just stormed ahead out of nowhere they did you know they turned it on for a bit there and you know for maybe a 6-7 minutes bell where they turned it on they got a couple of really quick scores could have got you know they got a goal they could have got a second goal you know straight away Aaron Glenn buried the goal and straight away Seamus Flanagan was in for another goal but he tapped it over the bar you know I, I don't know if anybody could see it if you're watching it on telly or if you're listening to it on the radio or what way it was I genuinely felt there's a swagger some teams play with a bit of a swagger and a bit of a confidence you know and I've no issue with that 
I, I find sometimes that Limerick can be a little bit unlikable in their antics on the field. I think they can be a little bit. Ronnie had said it once, and I know. Mike yeah, what was that about? I don't. I, I, I didn't really get. A little bit of showboating too. You know, they're throwing hand passes in behind their backs and you know, Harlem Globetrotters type of stuff. You know this type of thing. They, they can do that a bit. Um, they can can over celebrate a small bit too. Full time whistling a league final, and they're all down on the touchline and they're all high fiving. And I know the lads again. There's a little bit of bitterness there when they're commenting on the backroom team. Limerick gets well versed that they've a monstrous backroom team, but you know, fair juice to them. It's up to everybody else to, to, to go and do the same and go and get the fundraisers or get the back end that Limerick are after getting to do it if you need to do it do whatever you have to do I don't begrudge them that I don't like the, the whole over celebrating things and, and if that was the All-Ireland final go for it all you know big time but league finals come on Like I mean that could, the great Kenny team that was winning all them league titles I didn't I never kind of got that feeling from them you know um, that they'd be that type of a team The game fizzled out in the last 10 minutes only one score um, on Cody grabbing that one the fact that TJ didn't come on during that period is that just because you know the game was well well done and dusted at that stage or would it be not more appropriate to get some minutes under his legs possibly would have been something that you'd like to get a minute for I think there's a level of respect that you have for certain players as well and I'll probably be slated for saying this but you know TJ Reid bringing him on with seven minutes to go to an absolute annihilation against Limerick you know, is that what it was oh, definitely yeah Kenny didn't raise a flag like you know people might give out and say oh I'm too soft on teams and stuff and I'm not knocking any players Limerick absolutely steamrolled Kenny today the 11 points that's what the scoreboard says but I am telling you that was anybody that watched that game for the last 15 minutes it was the most boring game ever because you knew the result you knew when the ball went into the forwards it was going to be Limerick they were going to win it they were going to put it wider they were going to put it over the bar TJ wasn't getting brought on to go out there for the last 15 minutes for him to, to, to be running around chasing shadows I don't think that was my honest opinion you'd give a few young lads a little chance there to blood there you don't bring in your most senior player and let him get humiliated for 15 minutes Worst display of hurling from Kilkenny ever Limerick didn't register a score from 9 minutes and Kilkenny just couldn't hurl in any position <laughs> that's a message now that's not me saying it that's a message coming in <laughs> Okay fair enough I thought I thought it was you for a second Shane. I was thinking holy god but Look, it was a, it was a, it was a, it was pretty bleak. Um, I, I I don't know. I think the worst performance ever might be a bit, bit of a stretch. Um, you know, that's every loss is the worst performance ever, isn't it? Like well, when, no, when, you, when when it happens. Well, when you lose like that, that was that's that's the worst beating I've seen Kilkenny taken now in in in, in all the years I've been watching. I've, I've never seen a team that far ahead of Kilkenny in a game. Like Limerick, I'll tell you how much how much ahead Limerick were in that game today. This was similar to Waterford Kilkenny all out of final all them years back when Kilkenny won by, but Kilkenny went by thirty points in the end or something. Yeah. That was the difference in them two teams today. It was that type of really, game. yeah. That was the gap. Yeah, I'm, t- I'm telling you, uh, genuinely, did 18 wides today. Now, some of the wides that Limerick had, it was down to this kind of showboating attitude. Lads shooting from 90 yards when there's a player in space 30 yards in front of him. That's not going to happen in an All Ireland final. But like when you were saying that there was a there was a couple of goal chances for Kilkenny in 10 minutes in into the second half. You know, if if they had gone in, gone in, it's not Kilkenny and Waterford 2008, is it? No. Nope. If I know we're dealing with ifs if no. Owen Cody scored if Billy Ryan did end up getting that score look there was 7 points between the teams at that stage if Kilkenny had hit the back of the net with one of them chances there was a 4 point game and then you think you have a chance but once they didn't it was always kind of 10, 11, 12 points there was never a stage in the game you know teams get their purple patch Kilkenny never got a purple patch today yeah 
Uh, did our players lose interest in the game as it went on? It looked that way to me. That's coming in from Caroline. Thanks, Caroline. You can, you can keep that message coming in as well on 0833069696. But uh, just before we go to a quick ad break, what do you make of that? Did they uh, lose interest? No, they definitely wouldn't have. It would, it would feel like that. And I think what happens sometimes is, you know, heads might drop. We, watching the game, definitely lost interest. Um, you could hear Ronnie and, 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 and Mikey were talking about I was home. writing up a match report and I didn't have um, anything to write for 10 minutes. <laughs> no, but there, there, was, there was a seven or eight minute period in that game where the worst seven or eight minutes of Ireland I've seen uh, by two of, the, two of the best teams in the country. Um, but look, did, did, did the teams lose interest? They didn't. I'd say what they were finding was it was a little bit disconsolate. I'd say your heart was probably down a bit and heads were starting to drop a small bit. Um, but, but Limerick, you know, I, I can talk to you about their flaws after the ad break, but like, I mean, if Limerick were rootless enough, that Kilkenny team 15 years ago would have absolutely obliterated the team with that performance if, if that was what they faced few more messages coming in we'll read them out as I said 0833069696 coverage going all the way up until the news at 4 keep them coming in quick ad break the Alliance Hurling League on KCLR Kilkenny versus Limerick post-match analysis with thanks to Country Style Foods local food for local people Podcasts on KCLR. Scoreline Extra. Weekly sport interview highlights and bonus content. Um, just before I do let's go on Mickey Welch myself to a bit of fun on the on the commentaries and we do know that Abbey Leaks is a great tradition with golf. I've played the course a few times I do enjoy it but good golfers over there. Mickey said that you told him one time you were a good golfer so our listeners now want to know if we texted him what's the handicap? 5.2 uh, is the index. Right well Mrs Murphy if you're listening he's a good player at 5.2. Podcasts on KCLR. Available now wherever you get your podcasts. Down Download and discover today for free. The Alliance Hurling League on KCLR. Kilkenny versus Limerick post-match analysis with thanks to Country Style Foods. Local food for local people. Welcome back to Scoreline as we're looking back on the Kilkenny game. Of course, Limerick are 14-time league champions. Now, a message coming in there saying the reality now is that Limerick are the team of this generation and we're just one of the other counties that are well off the pace. It's Aiken to Kilkenny's dominance of the 2000s and Dublin footballer dominance from 2011 to 2020. I would say nail head bang. <laughs> that is one hundred percent. Who's text that in? Oh, I, I, there's no name on. Whoever it. that person is, I'd have that person in here next week doing your analysis. <laughs> but there, no, it's one hundred percent. It's you, you, you know, it, like if you think back a couple of years back, and if and, and this is so important, Dublin senior football team were winning everything. They were all yeah. about splitting Dublin in half. Yeah. Earning to four, you know, but that's, it was that it was that dominant. John Canellan was talking about it. All the money that's yeah. going in there. Oh, Obviously, is, same kind no, of argument that's no, happening no, with this. You have to remember everyone will go looking for reasons to cut you when you're there. When Kilkenny were dominant in, in, in and winning all the All-Irelands and they were flying, I remember them years because it was brilliant crack and we were loving it and it was, you know, it was champagne hurling. But I remember all the messages coming into the Sunday game analysts and they were saying that Kilkenny were playing on the edge and they were a little bit dirty and they were third, you know, second hand coming in, tackling this type of stuff. They were looking for any of the dark arts. Kilkenny were the masters of the dark arts. I've heard it all. When Dublin were winning, oh, they're getting all the money in the world, they've all the population in the world, the whole lot. Now Limerick, Limerick are only winning apparently because of JP McManus. This is, that's crap. Limerick are winning because they've the best hurlers, they've the best setup, and everything they've done is structured to make them almost a professional hurling team. And it's going to take a monumental effort from everybody else to push on. And that texture is 100% right. I think everyone's playing for second place again this year in the championship. That's the truth. After On that display, I think that is the case. You're hoping somebody can topple Limerick if they have an off day because they do have flaws. Genuinely, 18 wides is not good enough for a team that's meant to be the team of our generation. That's That to me isn't good enough. But the show 
score button, as you were saying. This is it. The second thing I would say to you was the start of the second half, throwing up them chances for Kilkenny to get back in the game. A game that they were totally dominant in, they were only winning by seven points, and they were letting a team back into it. And the last thing I would say to you is the the slap of arrogance and and the bit of showboating. I have no issue with a team being confident or a little bit cocky, or whatever else. But to do it for fifteen or twenty minutes, they've a manager that won't. I don't think will accept that or will allow that happen. They've a brilliant setup there, but there's no point in us being jealous and saying, "Oh, Limerick's twenty-two in the back room." You know, if you want, if we need twenty-two in the back room in Kilkenny, there's lots of volunteers there. Get them in. I'm sure to be a fundraiser to do whatever we need to do to get the people in. But you know, don't 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 be too jealous of whatever because you know Kilkenny had that for for all them years. It's it's unfortunately we have to sit and look now. Kilkenny have won the All Ireland after losing a few games before, and for today's game, we have a young team, and maybe nerves just got the better of them. Uh, quite possibly I wouldn't say I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's that young no I wouldn't say it was hugely young if you compare it to what they've played against Colin Coughlin is only 21 years of age Colin O'Neill is only 21 years of age the other young lad that came on there he scored a point the minute he came on as well uh, O'Dolik I think it's O'Dolik isn't it um, Dunnick O'Dolik he's only 21 years of age they're they're a young team and, and, and the texter is 100% right we had Owen Cody Billy Drennan uh, is quite young Owen and Billy are quite young um, Mikey Butler Mikey Butler is he is he 22 23 don't yeah. say that's quite young in Ireland no. in terms not I think we've two or three I'd say Limerick oh, how old would they be in Ireland <laughs> be too uh, old. another message as well well lads lay off the team I don't think we're going too hard on him at all I think we're, we're exposing the virtues of Limerick but he does say Limerick are a strong dirty team that's coming in from Liam <laughs> uh, they are definitely a strong team the texters are probably going a bit harder on the team. I'm not, I haven't gone on anyway hard on. Yeah, the, we're just reading out reading out uh, basically what texters are saying. Yeah, it's like, I, I I genuinely haven't been been hard on that Kilkenny team. As I said to you, I look for the positives in that performance. Richie Reid was very good. Billy Drennan was very good. Adrian Mullen was very good. Limerick Limerick do uh, play a little bit on the edge. It's it's it, you know they they can be very physical and um, to get away with a little bit of stuff as well. I didn't think they were overly dirty today. I didn't think it was an overly dirty game today. But I did think. Um, I did think Limerick were, were, were a mile ahead. They're, they're a fantastic team and unfortunately we're just going to have to suck it up. Uh, message here from Conor Quinn. A disappointing loss today but a league final is still a good start to a new era. After a long-term manager retires there's always a danger that a team could fall apart but this looks promising to me. I would agree 100% with that as well. It's like take Limerick aside Shane like the, the, the gap from Limerick to everybody else is quite big um, you know this defeat won't def- def- define the, the year for Kilkenny Kilkenny are after getting to a league final this year which is, is a good start for Derek already and he's going into a, a championship campaign we're after getting some really good battles under our belts today wasn't a great day but Cork a couple of weeks ago that was a great day at the office the Tipperary game was a tight game the Watford game was a good win you know the wins against Dublin and Antrim so look it's it's not it's not all you know, it's not all doom and gloom. I mean, there's a Leinster Championship to be played now and, and, and Kilkenny, you know, they're going to have some big battles in that Wexford, Galway, Leash, Dublin, not Leash actually, sorry, Dublin. Um, you know, they're all going to be there pitching and, and putting at Westmead as well. They'll be, they'll be throwing their best at it, but you're going to get some really big games and I think the Galway game and the Wexford games are the standout ones now, you know, but look, there is a big gap from Limerick to everybody else and Kilkenny are now in that chasing group. Uh, messages are just still flying in someone saying I don't think the management are good enough which is hyperbole uh, lads will Kilkenny go 18 years like Tipper Cork without winning an All-Ireland the big three Shane no team has ever done five in a row I actually think Limerick might do it 
Uh, Mesh is flying in there. The five in a row, the five in a row is realistic. No team has done it, and I'm hoping history kind of repeats itself and they don't. Um, the management team aren't good enough. That's I, I think that's a little bit unfair as well. I think you know the, the lads are only in there. They're, they have to get into a league final in their first season in charge. You know, this is Kilkenny's first league final, I think, since 2018. Um, well, well, they won the 2021, but it was spoiled shared. You know, right? But there was no league final as no, such. Yeah, uh, you're no, right. So fair enough. But but it's 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 you know I I, I think. Everyone needs a bit of a chance, and Derek's replacing, you know, probably the greatest manager in sport ever. Um, so that's good. that's a bit of a monumental gap to fill too. But you know, don't 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 everyone give up on this, and they won't either. Like Kilkenny people are resilient. That was a bad day at the office today, but there's lots of green shoots there, and you know, TJ Reid is still to come back into that group, and you know, hopefully the lads will regroup and and, and they'll come flying for Leinster. Eddie, I love having you back in the studio with me. It's been a long time since we got to do it. Robbie gets to share the spoilers with me and you on Friday and Saturday. You back this Friday? I am back this Friday, yeah. Unless them texts keep coming in. <laughs> I'm burnt out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, thanks very much. That has been our post-match analysis. You can keep those messages coming in. We're here till 6 o'clock coming up on the show after. We'll be talking to Peter Higgins from Freebooters after they advanced to the Leinster sem- semi-final. Marty Cavan after a great day at the office for Carlo. So lots still to come here on Scoreline. The Allianz Hurling League on KCLR. Kilkenny versus Limerick post-match analysis with thanks to Country Style Foods. Local food for local people.